0: Times. the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of the Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. What's happening,
1: everybody? My name is Dan. Welcome to episode 179. It is a Saturday. It's approximately 8.15 and I'm here with my friend Steven. How's it going? I'm doing wonderful.
0: I, it's a wonderful Saturday evening, you know what I'm saying? What more can
1: someone A three-day weekend? Nice. Three-day weekend for you. I got a five-day week. Holy weekend? <laughs> well, it started on Wednesday. You're so going to be Friday, off for Saturday, five Sundays. days? Oh, no, 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 sorry. Wednesday. Oh, Thursday, Fr- yeah, 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 yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I've been off since Wednesday. I had to make sure. I had to do that special math, Steve. Holy crap, dude. That's a wonderful thing. Yeah, it's been all right. It's been nice. <laughs> it's been, it's been good. Right. Been getting stuff done, cooking food and stuff. Oh, what kind of food are we talking about here? Oh, man. What did I cook this week? Let's see. Well, I started off kind of mellow. I went with a, just a, a simple spaghetti. You know? Oh, that's fair. It was only cooked over the range for what was it? uh... Maybe, maybe six hours. The okay. Yeah, it was, right. it was a beautiful thing. That was good. Then I roasted a chicken <laughs> later on in the week. Yeah. Oh, you want to know how I roasted this chicken? No, I know you don't eat meat. Please. So it's okay, but you'll like the other part, even though you still wouldn't eat it. Because there was the chicken was on top of a bed of vegetables in a roasting pan. So All that juice just dripped on the... Oh, my goodness. Dripped all over the vegetables. It was fantastic. Sweet potatoes, Steve. Oh, come on. What are we talking about here? We had carrots. We had... uh Onions and, and uh, all kinds of shit. Good stuff. Carrots. Carrots. Yeah, we gotta have carrots in a roast.
0: I mean, you don't have yes, hate to.
1: Well, you hate carrots. You don't like carrots or what?
0: I do not like cooked carrots.
1: I like normal eat carrots. Like Gail's them. the same way. She doesn't like them. I love them.
0: <laughs> they're they're kind of nasty, honey. No, that's crazy. That's crazy talk. What do you put on? Well, you know, it depends. Like, when people put... I don't even know what they put on it, but some folks know how to put, like, some sort of sweet... Some sort of sweet sauce on them and they end up tasting good with everything else it's just
1: caramelization Ooh, onion caramelization here we it's it's tastes all good. mixed up in there i know what i'm doing steve come on
0: yeah but raw carrots are always good with that ranch yeah call it a day but you with put onions too sauteed yeah they're all caramelized look at this guy
1: i'm not playing around dude i i, I see but check this out so, like, the next day, though, I'm thinking to myself, actually, th- that evening, I'm like, what should I do with this carcass? Because everyone ate it, right? Mm-hmm. Should Probably just throw away the carcass. but not Feed me, it to Steve. the dogs. No, no, no. You don't feed chicken bones to dogs, Steve.
0: Not chicken bones. I'm saying the rest of the, like, excess like, meat that you don't eat. Yeah, use.
1: I could have done that. But you know what I did? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have I done that. I made my own chicken stock, Steve. Oh, snap. And tonight, we just had chicken soup. How was it? Oh, it was amazing. I made it wonderful.
0: Dude, you've been okay. Is there something going on here? Like, what, what's making you put on the old, uh, I I know you have an apron.
1: No, no apron for me. Don't be oh, silly. guy. Don't be a rascal. Come on, this man. This guy. Everyone I know that cooks has a, an apron. It's only the second show of the year, Steve. Stop being so wacky. Gee, everybody I know that cooks
0: uses an apron. Even if they're like, I don't cook much, but I have my apron.
1: Nah, I should have an
0: apron. I just don't. Oh well, we know what Christmas is looking like for you.
1: Yeah, can't wait. Send all your aprons this way. An apron with a, uh I would like it to have the words "kiss the chef" written right above the crotch. I w-
0: <laughs> that is good. That's actually fairly clever. I imagine they have one with like a naked penis painted right where it's supposed to be.
1: Uh, probably. If not, I'll make one.
0: I that's actually. One. Oh, that's right, Mister Printer Extraordinarily you print here.
1: a penis, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I already have. What am I saying? <laughs> but to be fair, it was attached to a dinosaur.
0: You... Okay, wait, wait. Okay, wait. Wait.
1: <laughs> I believe it was called a cockasaurus.
0: Okay, we're joking here. No, I'm not joking.
1: Here, okay, you, okay. Let please, me send uh, you a picture real quick. Yes,
0: please do, because I don't, I don't know what we're talking about here. I will. Keep talking. So, ladies and gentlemen, you just joined us... <laughs> <laughs> In the last minute and a half it went from being a total joke of penis printing to Dan was like I mean I have of course as anyone would for a dinosaur like yeah. oh you mean the dinosaur penis of course
1: I you thought did. you knew dude <laughs> i got a picture coming over to you right away here what i did <laughs> no pun, i see what you did that one i meant to do steve all right here it comes check it out all right here we go drum roll please
2: <laughs> I did
0: love you my really printer, do bro. this yeah dude this is really good it's not like I made it I just printed it it's a file will you stop taking away from your, your gift
1: no because if you know what you're talking about you realize all I did was just put a file into the printer and hit and hits, you know does vent. it vibrate no but you know what I could do that probably dude you'd make a lot of money I'm telling you right now <laughs> I'm sure someone's already done it you know what I was thinking about doing with those is uh, making making some that are like probably i don't know two inches high mm-hmm. i'm just printing up like a shit ton of them yeah like the whole bed is just filled with these little cockasauruses and then i just want to leave them all over town or at work <laughs> probably not at work that'd be a bad idea unless i was not working when i was there but just leave them in little spots for people to pick up and go Oh, look at that it's cockasaurus
0: here the only problem with that right now is that people will be afraid to touch it
1: because of omicron Oh, Omicron, Schmomicron. Gee. Okay. I ain't scared.
0: You ain't scared of no ghosts? I'll tell
1: you what, son. Yeah. Everyone at work dropped. You know who didn't? Hmm. The kid. <laughs> I think you already had it. <laughs> Fast forward five days later. <laughs> Steve, tell everyone I love them. You
0: know, it's funny because it seems like, like my son went to the hospital today to get a um some something for his an ingrown toenail. A
1: little ointment or something, or a salve?
0: A salve of
1: sorts. Nice. Well, it's like a, a drawing I he, salve. He got. I th-
0: they gave him antibiotics for some reason. I don't know why.
1: Prevents infection.
0: I even told him. I was like, the doctor just pawned you off. It was like, all right, try this, and if it doesn't work, come see me. Well,
1: no, you, I mean, not to take away from your story, but uh, the ingrown toenail can get infected. You think there's that's why antibiotics? Right oh, there, it's for you're... sure infected. Yeah. Well, then there's that's why he has antibiotics. But yeah, fix it though. He should have got him in, in the office.
0: Yo, he didn't fix it. No, he just gave him
1: antibiotics. See, man, the blank system that we have to deal with is a pain in the ass, dude. It is so. I hate it. It's so ridiculous, dude. And I was like, <laughs> I hate our
0: insurance so much. He texted me. What well, he did text me? He's like, Dad, this is like in this hospital where you know you and I work. He's like, Dad, this it's like the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. It's it's like tumbleweeds in here. I'm like, yeah. He said, "I've never seen a hospital like this before." I said, "Yeah," and then he had to go through that weird tent outside the uh, cypress. He's like, "Dude,
1: this is really scary." I said, "You know, I could see why it would be." And you have the most useless person in the world going, "Have you coughed today, or do you have any shortness of breath?" What? Do you no care? one was there. And what does it
0: matter? That's what I'm saying. If I haven't coughed, it's still I could be totally asymptomatic.
1: Just lie. Uh, no bro. Come on in. I don't even go to the main facility anymore. I have to. It's kind of a part of the job. I know. It's your thing. But dude,
0: um, you might have that O negative situation, G.
1: Maybe. Did you do any research on that? It seems like something you would research. Oh, no. It it was totally true. Did you have research on it? Did you?
0: I did. I looked it up online because my mom hasn't gotten it either. I was like, what's your blood touch? She said, I don't know. I said, yeah, you might want to check it out because I looked on this article. They said that uh, uh, people with O negative or O just seem for you know it's one of those things like it skews that you guys don't get it if you you don't even know your blood type I'm saying you guys isn't that pathetic uh, that I don't
1: huh it's kind of pathetic that I don't know my own blood type I thought you were going to get that this week okay no you said you know I, I thought you knew what you were talking about no offense I don't mean it like you don't know what you're talking about but you said look on our records like old labs and see if it's there it's not there it's not there it's not there huh but I can tell you that I don't have, like I have I, my hemoglobin's good. <laughs> I don't have cirrhosis of the liver.
0: But yeah, your old blood type is less likely to get COVID. Maybe I'm superhuman. And cannabinoids are uh, somehow are I don't spike know what you're protein. talking about. <laughs> they do help. And it's in the NIH. It's on their website saying, hey, it's found that cannabinoids aid in uh, people not getting COVID. So oh, well, maybe that's why you haven't gotten sick. Gee, I've been trying to do that CBD. I don't know if it counts. They said if you take the real stuff, it counts. But these random over-the-counter joints apparently aren't real CBD. Like, they're not
1: legit. Yeah, you, I'm not buying the CBD thing anymore. Not necessarily the the actual CBD, but, like, you can go into any, any place now. Little smoke shops, uh, liquor stores. <laughs> they have CBD. Yeah, that's not something real tells style, me the quality just it, it's like kind of teeters off once it hits the liquor store.
0: Absolutely. If you go to a legit place, they have it for real, and they'll tell you how much to take a day. And apparently, it's it's actually good. But these little pill things you can get like at Walgreens, yeah, don't do it. Jay.
1: Don't do
0: it. Do not do it. But uh, yeah, I also you know what I was talking to a, a, a mutual friend on online on Twitter. I think you know who he is from the south. Yes, And uh, we were going back and forth and I was, uh, I was like, hey, man, give me the skinny on microdosing. And he's like, um, well, he's not he does not microdose, He regular doses. But he's like, well, you know, it seems like a good way of, you know, dipping your toes into the water. Probably going to want to do micro dosing for uh, LSD and not um, psilocybin because psilocybin has more of a chance of you getting, you know, a little bit queasy. I was like, huh. So I'm looking into the old microdosing.
1: But you're also, you know, natural versus man-made.
0: You know what? That's true. Because I would, I would be getting extract from psilocybin, not the drinking it through the tea. Like even with tea, people are like, yeah, queasiness comes with the territory if you'd get it through mushrooms. That's just what it is. And you just got to get over it. My brain would not get over it. They'd be like, you're about to puke. Here comes the puke. You're going to puke, you know, puke now, immediately but they're like LSD microdosing is a little bit better so i'm looking into it there are some doctors in los angeles los angeles that do it
1: hey you know how we've always talked about the ayahuasca thing yeah so i won't use this person's name okay he is a facebook friend of mine he is and and the and i can say this because if you're friends with them on facebook and there's some people that are listening that are then you'll know what i'm talking about and i'm sorry to be cryptic but you never know like someone can lose their job or something dude you like. really don't so yeah. i'm not going to be you know his leave job this show, might random all listen. shows <laughs> yeah. that, that he isn't really like, he's more of a PCL guy. Okay. Uh huh. I don't even know if he listens to us to be quite honest with you, but I know him through PCL and, um, he put up on his stories for Facebook this week that he's in Peru. Holy piss. And he took some video of himself on ayahuasca and my man, I have never seen a more joyous face. Like, like, i'm not gonna be stupid it was it, it looked orgasmic kind of like beautiful man yeah dude he i just he i was like i want to be doing that he but just he's in a hammock and ooh, he's filming man. himself like selfie video and he's just got this smile that sober people don't make this smile Do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah that, that's the best way to put it if you, oh you know, yeah. you're completely on something but it seems so wonderful like he said it's just like the one of the most blissful things ever i don't know if i would have gotten on maybe it was like a video from like before. Because I don't know if I would have gotten on Facebook while I'm doing this just to let my friends know. So I'm thinking maybe he just had video of it and said, I'll come back to it later. I don't know.
0: I'm a little jealous. Maybe he's done it before. And so he's just going to be like, okay, the first time was just for me. The second time, I'll put it on,
1: you know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm pretty jealous, man. It seems like something that I would. I, I really do feel like I want to do this. And it's not like, oh, because I'm going to get fucked up. No. You know what I mean? I yeah. It's, have, it's, um, you get in, it could either you would get in
0: touch with a another side of yourself for sure. But it's just the puking, dude, in the diary. I can't do it, man. I don't know if I can do it. I want to do it if there is a way to do it without that part. But they're like, no, the purging is essential. You're
1: purging the darkness. What is it, though, that's getting you? Is it because you might be around other people? No, I just don't like I don't like nausea. Oh, No one likes nausea, but sometimes you have to. You have to, you know, climb the hill to find the, uh, the goods. That doesn't bother you That was supposed, to sound, at that was supposed all. to sound so much more spiritual, and I just-
0: No, but that that's out. good, because it didn't bother you at you gotta all. You got to go through a rough patch before you get to the good stuff. There we go. You're just like, yeah, I'll do it. Let's do it. I would. <laughs> yeah, Portia loved Peru. She didn't do that,
1: but she loved Peru. Yeah, man, I totally would do that. It's not- I don't know. It's like, at this point, why not? That's, I mean, you know, what the, the funny thing is, we're not going backward. No. And I've gone this far. Exactly. I've gone this far. And it's not like I feel like I've hit a brick wall or something like that. But what if there's this whole other avenue I've never even thought to go down?
0: Well, I think as others have, uh, as specifically him, he's like, hey, you want to start. That's like jumping into the deep end, ayahuasca. He's like, start with like LSD and psilocybin. And then you could jump into
1: a shaman in Peru. Well, I've already done those. I mean, it's been years, decades. How was it? Well, I did it multiple times, so I guess it was okay. At just some point, I had to stop. You don't get sick, though. Your stomach is iron. That's not true. What are you talking about? Think about what you just said.
0: No, I'm talking not from that stuff. Like, in normal life, like, if you chew a gummy bear wrong, yes, you are puke. Yes, but-,
1: but do you remember the conversations that we've had multiple times where I was puking, like, almost every day?
0: That's what I'm saying, but not for— that's I'm saying normal things will get you sick, but if you take LSD or take whatever— You don't get sick off that stuff. That's not going to make you sick. Just normal life and food.
1: Your stomach will get weird. Psilocybin got me. Oh. Big time. But then it was like, again, it was kind of like that, um, There was that rough patch. And then it was almost like instantaneous. The moment you've purged, it's a whole other thing. You're on to the next step. I don't know how you do it, bro. <laughs> you open your mouth and you let I don't go. Know how you do it. <laughs> you, just, you know, lean over a bush, depending on where you are. I know, but it would ruin, it feels like it would ruin my whole groove. Nah, you dude. know why? Because you'll forget about it. Oh, you know what? You're right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something to compare it to, but I really can't. And quite honestly, it's been so long that I don't have that insight anymore.
0: I would imagine if a woman gives birth, she doesn't exactly, she remembers the pain, but somehow she'll do it again.
1: Well, you know, again, you're going through that rough And again, this is an understatement but You're going through that, you know I could just hear people going, oh, fuck you, Mr. Rough Patch I pushed that thing out Through my vagina, no, exactly. but seriously You know, but I mean, you go through that rough part And you end up with this baby this A beautiful This, this beautiful, beautiful prize That's gonna, you know, make you broke one day
0: yeah, That's how, you know, that's how it works, you know
1: Yeah, I know
0: <laughs> You know well, don't you I
1: know well, man
0: but I think, I mean, here's the thing. I would, first of all, I've never done a psychedelic. So I would probably do it under the, uh, you know, under the watchful eye of someone who is experienced, like a doctor of microdosing. Where? Just so what it's is like, I don't lose my where? mind.
1: I'm sorry, I didn't mean to catch up, but the scenario of I will do it in a, you know, a very controlled, where? Well, they have, they have like doctor's offices that, that what they do is uh, uh,
0: psychedelic treatments.
1: Microdosing.
0: well that's that's for me like normal people just take normal. like you would just take a normal dose and call like, it Like
1: let's just bust out a couple of tabs and go to a show you know what I mean that's what you would do me yeah. if I did that
0: I have a feeling I'd be like I am detached from my body never to be Twain again
1: let's knock out a couple of hits of Beavis and Butthead and go see Ween at the Fillmore you know I don't even know who Ween is it doesn't matter you'll know you'll be there you'll experience Ween. it yeah Ween look it up <laughs> What a random uh, group to go to. I bet you I like them. The name is strong. I just went and saw Ween back on my birthday. And let me tell you what, sir. That is the perfect place to do something like that. I did not know this. I had no idea what their what their fans were like. But going to a Ween show puts you into the lines of, say, well, it's nothing like it. But like you wouldn't be surprised if you saw all these people at like, a Dead or a Fish show. It was way oh more hippie than I expected it to be.
0: They're serious. Yeah. Anastasio has freaking fans bro
1: lots of beards and lots of bo oh no yeah matt are matt, they the ones like that pop- crazy crazy
0: did, did or were they the ones where the dead they probably did it before but i'm just gonna ask a stupid question were there like watercolor shirts before them tie-dyed shirts yeah
1: <laughs> i don't know I'll be honest with you i think that's definitely a 60s thing but i don't know if it came from that really not my um forte yes can't really wax about the dead very much. So funny. My daughter's into the dead now. Oh, wait a I'm minute. I'm like, oh, you must what? be in college. <laughs> oh, what? Into the dead. <laughs> Talking about Bob Weir and shit. I'm like, come on now.
0: Mind you, one of the best names of a band ever.
1: It's a great name.
0: It's a I thought freak. they were a metal
1: band before I really knew what was up.
0: I mean, that's a fantastic... It's right up there with the other greats. And I don't know if it's just the popularity of them that get in my brain, but I just think it's a very clever name and it fit who they were so freaking well. I, I really I really dig. Like, the Beatles is a terrible name. The only reason it's a good name is because of how famous they got. But Normal, that's a bad name. Those are some really bad names. If they weren't famous? Yeah, um, like I
1: can think of a lot of shitty artists. Fish! Names. P H I S A. Yeah, that's a bad name. The spin doctors, bad name. Yes. What else? I mean,
0: I like the idea. I, I like what a spin doctor does, but I don't like the name spin doctor. Um, let me think. What else? Uh, who else is a bad name?
1: Huh? The Moody Blues. I like the Moody Blues. I'm not talking about the band. I'm talking about their name. Oh, you like the name? The yeah, movie? I like. The- Blues. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe that was bad. I don't like the band.
0: I would say the band's the worst. One of the worst.
1: Um. The band. Like, wow, you really tried. They did not do it. Oh, I got one. Bread. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a terrible name.
0: That's a good, that's a good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, who sings Hurry, Don't Be Late? I can hardly. Who's that?
1: Friday night, it was late. I was coming yes. home with Goddamn through the gate and I was dreaming of the night. Oh, who is that song? Uh, <laughs> i feel like it's an artist or is it like ambrosia there we go it's it ambrosia because i think ambrosia is everybody i'll be like in the 70s you know you'll hear like a one hit i think that was ambrosia because they do um how much i feel oh that's a good song what else they got holding on to you nice night i don't think oh is that not ambrosia (laughs) See, that's what his name. poor Ambrosia gets blamed for
0: everything, and they're not. Bad, not actually. Ambro- I, Kevin Shanks is throwing something at his computer. Oh, right yeah, now. this
1: is totally his territory. Uh, let's see, what is the name of that song? Will reminiscing, Dan- Reminiscing. that's it. I had to sing it. That's oh, thing. Little River Band is who it okay. is. Now, see, I okay, that name, that's a but I name. like the Little River Band,
0: but the, the name's bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, the not- name's not great, dude. Ambrosia's good. They do lady, right? What's that? So lady, let me take a look at you now. My voice is going, if you can't tell. Oh, I was thinking lady. Not no, that oh, one. that's sticks.
0: Sticks is good. Sticks is great. Especially the spelling.
1: Yes, because it's the river sticks.
0: Oh, come on. Really? Hey, okay, that's what it's for. <laughs> that's pretty dope. <laughs> <It's> very <laughs> dope.
1: Yeah, reminiscing. I had to check. Yeah, that little rubber band and "Lady" is a fantastic song. Great intro. Great, I, great piano intro.
0: See, you, you know got, what I'm talking about. Got, Steve? Um, this week I was trying to get a hold of you for like well, one no, only a day, but two days you're on my brain because I was I had a song stuck in my head. Um, it was a song called. Oh, now I forgot what the
1: song was called. I sent. It it, I texted it to you. Did you? Oh, um, okay. Let's, for fun, I didn't get it. So, what is this?
0: Oh, crap. Hold How on. How's it go? Look. Don't look at your phone, okay? I won't, but can you like hum? Oh, the I'm going to hum it to you. But I got I to look at the name first. Okay. Because it'll jog my memory. Okay. Eh, back to thing.
1: While we're waiting, let's listen yeah. to the stylings of the Little River Band. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Lady. Yeah, coming out 1970 something. This is probably playing in your uncle's car right now. He's getting head from a hooker. That's right, he's a trucker. And you know what? That hooker's a lady. See how I did that? All right. Or is she? I don't know. Her pronouns are, uh, what in that?
0: Look around you.
1: That song, Steve. You know that one?
0: I do not know that song.
1: That's a fantastic song. But now I, just I gotta didn't Let it build up.
0: I gotta listen to this song because now I forgot how the song goes. That's how bad it was in my brain. It was stuck there and I couldn't keep. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Can't listen.
1: We've got all day. Oh,
0: there it is. There it is. There it is. Okay. Ready? So mm-hmm. I was sitting there um, at work and I was like, oh, Holiday Road. Oh, Holiday Road. Okay. Lindsay This Buckingham. was in my head for about three days straight. And I was like, what the hell song is that? And someone was like, just Google it and you know me. I'm like, uh-uh. No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: Did you take it to TikTok? Did someone I show would, you?
0: Will not do that. Uh. Uh-uh. Well, so no, finally, I was. you the a little the phone embarrassed. With my mom, I was on the phone. My mom was like, "Mom, I can't take it anymore because I called you and you weren't available." I was like, "Mom, what song is this?" She's like, "I don't know, but I have a feeling it's on National Lampoons." I said, yep. "Why?" It's a theme. She said, song. "Because that's immediately what went into my head." And sure enough, she sent it to me. I was like, "Oh, oh, thank you, <laughs> oh, thank you, because I could not. F- I would get that confused with um. Lido. I was singing Lido instead of that song.
1: Boz Skaggs.
0: Yes. And so Lido. It would be like, oh, no, that's not the song I'm thinking. And I would be paused in the middle of the hallway at work, like looking into the distance, trying to get the two songs to separate. And uh, finally, like, that's the night I called you. But you were uh, I went to voicemail. So the next day I called my mom and she alleviated my issue.
1: What a great movie.
0: Yeah. Oh. That's such
1: a good chorus, dude. It really is.
0: Wait a minute. What year did that come out?
1: Wow. That is a good question because I don't know if it came out specifically for um, National Lampoon's vacation or not. It smells like it. So let's see. Let's see here. Uh, 1983 When did Billy Joel um... Real quick though Before we go on Just hold on to Billy Joel Okay Okay See now I think this was made Specifically for National Lampoon's Vacation Because oh, nice. This comes off of the Holiday Road EP Only mm-hmm. two songs And this is the second song It's the end of Vacation Oh really Yeah how? Oh, wow. I think that's when they're doing all of the uh, slideshow kind of thing. That's a good movie, dude. That is a great movie. <laughs> that's it's a so really good. good movie. What's your favorite vacation? Oh, Christmas. It's definitely tied with the original for me. Worst one has got to be Vegas vacation. Vegas was terrible. But there, I think there might be some vacations that exist that we're not even like straight to video stuff. Oh, no question. That don't count. I don't think Chevy was in straight to videos. No, so anything that Chevy's not in is, is just completely yes. disregarded. Yes. So we're talking about the four. Okay. Here's a better question for you. Who were your favorite? Uh, your favorite Audrey and Rusty.
0: Oh, um, uh, my girl, um, shoot, what's her name? I'm I assuming wanna- Juliet Lewis. <laughs> Juliet Lewis and Homeboy. Yeah,
1: those are my two favorites. Like, Dad. Guys. I'm really miserable. <laughs> that's that's all she did in that one. What he said? I don't okay. want to go and get a tree. You have to be. I don't in know why our... she sounds like that. Uh, that chick. She sounds like Stifler's mom when I do it for some reason.
0: We have the thing is it's corny comedy. Jay. It's really like what it, it's stuff for us to laugh at. like like when he he met that really uh, pretty. Uh, helper at the the, oh, the man, customer service when he's like nothing could be hotter than i'm just like why am i laughing at this this it's is, is so it's goofy
1: nipple, <laughs> it's,
0: so, it's so goofy but it was like you're reminding me how good chevy chase was in his prime dude
1: he's like time you know time to get out that yule log i don't have a log i mean some people have a log i don't have a log <laughs> so she's all can i show you something such a good He's movie so
0: good. she's like oh that's my name
1: <laughs> no shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> like dude and i was like why am i laughing this hard at this ridiculous freaking scene but it just it tickles all the it, i don't know I, i'm sure younger people would watch it and be like this is so goofy dude but for me i just was laughing so hard dude oh man I
1: just to- the the in-laws both oh sides. come on all that family, and then of course Randy Quaid showing up when he wasn't a lunatic, or was he?
0: You don't. You know, know what? You make a great point.
1: You don't or know that. He? You just liked a role he was in, and same. We could say the same thing about Mel Gibson.
0: Oh, at some Jesus. point,
1: we just went, "Oh shit, this man's insane."
0: This man is stone cold crazy. Yeah, and and I, I know Chevy Chase is mean on set. At they, he was hard to deal with on um, Community, but I don't know if he was like that before.
1: I heard he's like that. Pretty much all the time. Oh, are you kidding me? Even in the SNL days. Oh, no. Yeah, man. Because he was the shit back in the SNL days. He was so funny, dude. Yeah.
0: He was very. And he also had the stature. He was walking over there like head and shoulders over everybody. He's
1: just a big guy. He carries himself that way. Yeah. So he probably, he literally and figuratively looked down on people. That's so sad because he was so funny,
0: man. He was one of the, like, he ran those decades. The only person that was rivaling him, only people were like Steve Martin, John Candy. Oh, Martin Short. There were some heavy hitters back then.
1: Would you put Martin Short in the same league as, as uh, Chevy Chase?
0: Yes. Only because his, um, who, what's that dude's name? The interviewer?
1: Oh. Uh, uh, Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy, not Jimmy, Kimmel, I gonna say Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, Glick, Glick,
0: that's, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Jimmy Glick, he is so good that even the stars would have to laugh, oh, like, he'd God. say some off the wall stuff, and I'm like, man, he is, and it wasn't written down, he's just funny, yeah.
1: and those prosthetics were perfect, too.
0: oh, it was freaking, per- when he interviewed Steve Martin, Steve Martin just couldn't get through it, he's like, this is ridiculous, what, what are we doing, right, and remember, we had all three of them in the Three Amigos, which was amazing
1: to this day. Could you imagine the jokes that were getting fired off rapidly during that oh, shoot?
0: How did they not get the bloopers? I don't know. Oh, don't my know. God. How did they not get the bloopers? That would have been fantastic. Dude, we I mean, I need to watch that again. I need to watch Three Amigos. I know it holds up. I watched Three
1: Amigos probably a year ago. How was it? Uh, it does hold up still. I mean... <laughs> You know, some of the jokes don't quite make it, but it still holds up pretty goddamn good.
0: Oh, uh, now that I'm thinking about it.
1: <laughs> it's good, man. I mean, they call him el guapo because el guapo. he has a plethora of sweaters.
0: Do you know what a plethora?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote that line, G? That is so genius. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's just one of those lines that comes up every once in a while. You're like, "Yeah, keep it in. Keep it in." <laughs> just let it marinate Do you know people I, will be talking about it 30 40 years later
0: oh no i think it was probably one of the writers someone threw out plethora and the writer was like i bet you that idiot does not even know what that word means that's a great movie man that's a great movie and uh if they, that's one of those movies where someone's like we're redoing it i'd be like don't yeah
1: stop just doing that don't. period just stop that's true just no, you're right. Freaking stop. stop. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, that's a Heroes of Noise pick of the week right there. The Three Amigos. Oh, no question. If you haven't watched it, watch it. If you need to watch it again, do so. You're welcome.
0: And the weird thing is it almost carried into Bowfinger because it was about people who thought they were like, oh, this was all a gag and it was yeah. real. And yeah. he, it's the same thing with Bowfinger. He's thinking, oh, this is a gag and it's real. Bowfinger, another good movie. Steve Martin also in that one directed it mm-hmm. and i mean who who wasn't ready for steve martin and eddie
1: what a brutal combination
0: i mean eddie and eddie played two great great characters in that movie finally was able to play a dork
1: eddie murphy is buddy love oh dude <laughs> we're dude. all over the place but goddamn it good roles
0: all these i mean look we i, I think the age. are we still do you think the age of Comedic genius like that is
1: just gone. I think that it is temporarily suspended. (sighs) Unfortunately, people need to lighten up before we can get comedy like that again. That's just the truth. And I don't see that happening.
0: I think the tough part is also when you have a comedian that no comedians right now are in the position not to take themselves seriously enough to do a movie like that. Uh, Three Amigos, you have to really not take yourself seriously at all. The biggest comedians in the world are just not going to put themselves in that situation. Just not. You know, they want to look at least decently cool. A little bit. You don't see no Ace Venture. Ace Venture is not going to happen. They're like, you, mean, you want me to walk around looking like an idiot for two hours? No. The only person that would do it, and he's not a comedian, is like The Rock. But he's not a comedian. He'll do it because he's like, oh, another one hundred and twenty eight million dollars. Sure. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds will do it. He's not a comedian, but he's willing to look stupid for two hours. Sure. Why not? Most comedians, not even Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's not going to look like a, an ultimate dummy for two hours. He's at least going to have to be like, but in the end, he comes through. There's three amigos. It's not one of those things where like in the end, they're all heroes. They just bumble into hero to hero heroism, heroism. Heroism? Yeah, you're right. You're good. Am I putting the wrong syllable? (laughs) Heroism?
1: You might. (laughs) Heroism? (laughs) Oh, man. You know, honestly, Steve, I mean, seriously, man, not to go on any kind of like, I don't have a lot of ammo here or anything like that, but it's just... It makes me sad that we can't have comedians the way that we used to. Oh, no, 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 no. There's, I mean, well, here's one thing it might be true. Like Cat
0: Williams, out of anyone, he's like, um, he said, if you, he said, times move forward. If you can't still be funny, maybe you're just not funny. I said, you know what? Cat Williams is correct in this situation. Uh, Same with Eddie. Eddie was like, yeah, we shouldn't be able to say what we used to say. He said, I listen to Raw now and I'm like, Jesus Christ.
1: Well, I think there's certainly limits. It's not like I'm, you know, hey, man, I really need to hear the, the F word. No, but, no, no, no. Uh, you no. know, it's not that. It's just uh, everyone is very sensitive right now. Well, for good reason, but still. But if they, if they make a f- legit funny
0: movie, it's undeniable. Like a movie I saw this week that I, text- that I texted you about. I'm like, dude, that's just legitimately I was on the couch laughing and nothing sketchy happened. It was just funny. And I'm like, you know, but again, you have to put yourself out there looking like an idiot. And, you know, one of the people in this movie is just willing to look dumb. He's just more than willing. And no comedian's going to do that.
1: No comedian's going to do that. You mentioned Ryan uh, Reynolds. Did you know that they got signed on for two more <laughs> Red Christ. Notice movies? Yes, dude. Oh, it's just fun. It's like one of those things. Like you don't want to watch it. Don't watch it. They're, they were fun, but it pushes one of them
0: into people actually thinking they can act, and they can't. <laughs> I'm gonna leave her alone, dude. Dude, you see that clip going around on on Twitter? Mm-mm. She just says something about as far as something, all you can drink in the Nile, and they said. You see how bad that one line was that she just one line is all she had to do right. And it's bad. It's just bad. I'm I'm bruh, it's over, man. It's, it's one of over. those
1: things where she she uh uh uh-huh, uh-huh. We've been through this a hundred times. We know, I'm not disagreeing we, uh, with you at all. Yes. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Listen, hold on. Have you seen uh, South Park's post COVID? I did not. Okay, hold on. All right, here we go. But Steve, what I was going to tell you is comedy is pretty much going to be like this from now on. Wow. Jeez, what's the deal with these Mexicans, huh? (laughs) I mean, they have fabulous food, their country has amazing beaches, and they're really fantastic people. (laughs) You know, today I was on the subway, and I saw an ad for the Center for People who identify as homosexual, but were born bi. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I'll tell you one thing. Those people are brave and deserve every ounce of our respect.
0: Dude, that's what Chris Rock does already. You're not far off. That's what Chris Rock does already. Oh, man. That's great. That
1: was was taken from uh, South Park post-COVID. And if you're even remotely a South Park fan and you have Paramount Plus, I highly recommend watching It's a two part thing and it's fantastic.
0: Speaking of South Park, do you hear what the Trey and who's the other guy's name?
1: Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone.
0: They you hear what they're doing with Kendrick Lamar.
1: No, please tell me.
0: So the rumor is um, they're going to be writing a script where Kendrick falls in love with a white woman who it turns out ancestors owned his ancestors. Oh. Exactly. That's exactly what everyone underneath it said they're like, "What what what are we doing this for?" <laughs> like, why though? It's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I, what are we like lie. why would Kendrick Lamar sign up for this? I just well, think you- it's going to put a I mean, man, I would say just don't, man. Don't don't right now you have a good name just don't
1: i think it can be done it's just a matter of how you know don't get me wrong it's not like i just went oh you know fuck everyone in their sensitivity it's not that but i think it, I, south park has a way or i should say more specifically trey parker and matt stone have a way of doing it in a way that it somehow it's gonna hit somebody of course but they're I mean, able of to, course it's, it's passable man it's passable it, just have, it they have could... a way of doing it they've been doing it for two decades now almost three
0: I would say if I was Kendrick, only because of what Kendrick raps about, I would say, why would I jump into movies on something that is such a high wire act? Instead, dip your toe into something else, like something that's right down your line. Instead of being like, well, if I make one misstep, considering what I've always rapped about, it's over. Well, I'll give
1: you that because I don't know any of his lyrical content.
0: Oh, yeah, he's the wrong person. I don't know if he's the right person to do it. And it might just be, you know, it's one of those things where... It's insider news, but I'm like, <clears throat> I'm waiting for someone to say it's not true. I'm hoping, you know, Trey and Matt come out and be like, no, so far, nothing. And, um, again, I mean, they've always, they've, they've, they were able to just like, um, the boondocks. They were always able to, when when they said that they were going to reboot the boondocks, I still was just like, you couldn't do it today. You couldn't do the boondocks today. No freaking way. Um, it, And somehow South Park has survived this long. They're not going anywhere. They're going to stop when they want to stop. Just like the Simpsons. The Simpsons are going to stop when they feel like stop. I didn't even know they were still on. You
1: know what? I didn't know Family Guy was still on. I did. I still didn't. Are they really? I had no idea. I don't know how many seasons I've missed. I used to love that show, but I recall not watching a full season for Jesus dude. at least a decade. That dude made, I know,
0: like, they always talk about how much money uh, Homeboy from Curb Your Enthusiasm made uh, selling Seinfeld. Folks need to remember how much uh, our boy made selling, you know, licensing out Family Guy.
1: McFarland's made some smart decisions.
0: He made, like, what is it, $500 million, $400 million? I
1: don't even know. Stern money.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. But he still works super duper hard, man. Like, he has a live band for his soundtrack. A live big band. He does not have to do that. He just, he takes it really seriously. Yeah, well, he's also a singer. Yeah, and a good one. He's so good that it doesn't count. Like, people don't take him seriously. He sounds so much like, he doesn't sound it like. sounds him.
1: like Brian singing.
0: But exactly. He sounds like a normal, good singer. I'm like, you, you don't really have a, you have a good voice. But it's nothing that sounds, it sounds like Seth MacFarlane. It just it sounds like, yeah, it's a good
1: voice. I was just referring to the fact that I've heard some of his live stuff, and to me, it sounds like Brian the Dog singing the songs. It is because really, that's just his is. voice. Yeah,
0: it is. I remember he th- a song, I sung a song, a sung song on uh, South Park called "We've Got," a L- you've got a lot to see, and I, that's what I knew. Oh, this guy can sing legit. Like this is a hard song to sing, <laughs> and he's he's doing it fl- like no problem. I knew he was going to make an album. He still makes albums, and I don't think he makes it for like I want a massive fan base. He really just likes recording albums, and if you like it, good. If yeah. you don't, that's fine too.
1: He's not banking his career on it.
0: No, he's just having a good time, and I, and I like that his ego's not hurt by him not being number one. He's like, whatever. I've always wanted to do a Big Ben album. Like, I got it.
1: I think he's appreciated amongst you know his peers. And people that have like musical tastes that are similar. And I think that it's just one of those things where he gets to go do a show every now and then. I'll I'll throw an album out. It's not a big deal. He's got the Orville.
0: Yes, I love that he's keeping uh, one of the many that are keeping big band music alive. Because without people like him, once Harry retires, and I'm not even talking about Buble, once Harry (laughs) retires, then I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen.
1: I forgot to ask you, did you see uh, Harry as uh, Daddy Warbucks? In the Annie musical? No, but Mom's texted me a picture and I didn't even know who he was. I didn't recognize him. It was on the Thanksgiving Day parade. Yeah. And he's out there. I'm like, oh shit. bald headed. Yeah, bald headed. Is he really bald headed? I don't know. They have some pretty amazing bald wigs now or bald, whatever. Yeah, those things are
0: but you know, some of these actors are like, I'm really gonna. Because remember when he did that? What, what was the movie he, he played the serial killer? Mm, um, copycat? Was Bro. it Copycat?
1: Yes. He did a really good job on that movie. He said, I won't send, send me a picture of your squirrel covers. like, He's God like, damn, Harry. I was like,
0: "Damn!" And that dude was like, And I left her a bit of my spirit. I was like, My yeah. spirit? <laughs> my spirit.
1: Holy <laughs> cow, is that Chisholm? J- <laughs> Holy cow, <laughs> is that Chisholm? Steve Hudson, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Steve said when he watched his first porno. Holy <laughs> cow. <laughs> Is that what jism is? That'd be <laughs>
0: that is so funny, J. <laughs> oh, I got a question for you. What's up? All right, so I was in um, Five Guys tonight. On that song, um, that Huey Lewis song, "The Heart of Rock and Roll," is what still beating. Oh, what did you think it was? I don't. I didn't know. I kept on like because you can't really hear, and I didn't want to Google it. I wanted to try to hear, but people were talking. I can't be like shh. So I was just like, like the heart of rock and roll. And I was like, maybe it's the... Because I thought it was like the beating. I was like, but why would it be the beating? The heart of rock and roll is the beating. And I was like, okay, hold on. And I was like, oh, the heart of rock and roll is to beat them. I was like, to beat them, huh? I was like, but what would that make any sense? That would be like So a the goal. whole way home, I was like, I'm going to text Dan. Man, why don't you just pull up like Google Lyrics? I will. I want to figure it out in my brain. Because I feel like the more I start relying on Google... My brain starts throwing away unnecessary, but I find then we don't even need to do it since we can just Google it. I'm like, no, i still want to have those firings happening back there. Being be like, all right, let's try to dig through the file cabinet to figure out what the hell this lyric is.
1: Oh, I feel you. Yeah, it's but nice still to beating. Turn your That's brain clever. On. That's clever. Nice to turn your brain on, man. And, and uh, stop being on autopilot all the time.
0: Dude. And you just know, I knew you knew the lyrics. I just didn't know. Good song, by the way.
1: I say that a lot about Huey Lewis. Yeah, man. It's Huey Lewis. What are you going to do?
0: He doesn't really do bad. Oh, he does. Well, I don't know about that, Steve. Uh, his I latest mean, album, not good. Latest, but I'm saying up until, can we say 87?
1: I think we can say it up till it's hip to be square.
0: He, I don't believe that he dropped in his albums a song that you could say that's a terrible song. You may not
1: dig it, but I don't think he dropped terrible songs. No, it's not trash. And the talent's there. It's just a matter of taste. But I'm personally, I don't think I really cared for anything after. Uh, what was that album? So there was sports, and then it was. Um, oh God, what was it? Four, I think. I think it was called Four, with Hip to Be Square and all that stuff. That's the last one. And then after that, he went into the whole uh, Gwyneth Paltrow cruising that karaoke movie.
0: But what about no? What about doing it off of My Baby though?
1: Doing it all. That was a good
0: was, song. I think it's on the same album. I thought it was from the a, a soundtrack. I do it, do it, do it. Think do so, it.
1: but now I'm gonna look. You know why? Because I can. Let's see. Do it all. That's a good dang song. At it, right the right it
0: could be.
1: So picture this: four. I think it's on four. Let me see. Yep. Stuck with you, happy to be stuck with you. Hip to be square, doing it all for my baby, and that was pretty much about it as far as the hits go anyway gosh that's a good song and then after that like his new stuff is just i mean i guess i really can't expect him to be kicking ass his entire time um he can't hear now yeah i can tell oh damn i'm just playing i'm joking i'm telling let's see let's see what it sounds like Ooh, already oh. already all right, everybody, this is Off the Album Weather. This is Huey Lewis in the news while we're young. Ooh. Oof. I just want to hear if Huey still got it.
0: Oh, that's unfortunate. This
1: sounds like a Vegas lounge. Sounds like a Casio keyboard. Preset. Totally.
0: can sing yeah
1: <laughs> it sounds like huey oh man <laughs> that's not very fair of me i only got 35 seconds into the song
0: Jeez Louise, it can really man. take
1: a big turn in the next minute and a half you never know
0: i mean look man um he put in. he he did he did I think once you start making albums, you kind of want to keep doing it. Like right now, he can still do. If his ears his ear was right, he could pack. I believe he could fill Soroyan.
1: I would still go see him.
0: I would see him. I would see. No question I would check him out. I would see a lot of those old school um, bands, though. I would. I would have seen. Well, hold on. No, hold on now. I'm trying to think of the smallest level band that I would see. You just see. don't go to
1: a lot of shows, though.
0: I wouldn't see a full Lisa Lisa ca- uh,
1: concert. Lisa Lisa? No, I wouldn't watch a full concert. I couldn't go to one of those mega jam shows. Why not? Because it's sad. <laughs> no, it's, they're having fun. They're having fun, but some yeah. of them sexy songs and they're, they're just not sexy. See anymore. a little
0: Colory Bad, a little bit little bit of a, uh, um, what was their names? Seasons Change. Who sung that?
2: People change. Yeah. Who was that? Uh,
0: the Jets? No. No, they, they sung sung um, "Come and go with me." Oh. Come go with me. <laughs> I don't know. It was um. Uh, oh shoot. Seasons change. Hold on. Seasons change. Uh, it is. Expose. Expose. Yes, they had a grip of hits, dude. Expo had a grip of hits. Really? Oh my God, yes. And the ones that you know too. Not a grip, maybe five.
1: I don't know if I know three. All right, ready? Here we go. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's see. I think I, if this is the one, and I think it is. Point of okay. no return, you know. You're taking me. Yeah. Is that it? Oh,
0: shit. Oh, come on. Man.
1: Come on down <laughs> to the lighthouse on Friday night. It's lighthouse. It. You don't know about the lighthouse, huh? I do not know what the lighthouse is. Playing the hits of the 90s, DJ Dizzy Dan. All right, point of no return, so that's two. Seasons Uh, change. Oh, shit, you're right. Here we go. Name it, Steve.
0: I do not know this song.
1: Oh, yes, you do. Hold on. Oops. Be the one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> baby. I forgot about let me be the one. That was a good song. Good on you, Exposé. Speaking of those those groups, uh I my mom knew I had a crush on the Jets lead singer and so she took me to go see them at the Mid-State Fair. Aww. Oh. Good on your mom, dude. She was Oh, she was as beautiful as I saw her in the videos.
1: I don't remember what she looks like. Oh, man, she was she's
0: fantastic.
1: What's bro. her name? I don't know. Jet's lead singer.
0: She was way like then. She was thirteen with me, and she sung like a grown woman. <laughs> I was like, "How is she singing like that?"
1: Here we go. Let's see. I just want to see your takes. Oh yes, her I name like was Elizabeth Wolfgram I love Hawaii. Yeah, she that's was, right. They were Hawaiian, or were they Samoan?
0: I think they were Samoan. You're they right, were Samoan. And then they had the that had that last song, "Rocket to You." It was a. It, that was a hit too.
1: Oh, listen to this, Steve. This is your song right here. She's singing it to you, or maybe you're singing it to her. Best of the 80s, throwback tunes.
0: Let me hear this piece. Name that tune, Steve. I already know it, I just gotta hear the rest. Listen to that bass line, though, Dan
1: so We don't have all day, Jets I got a crush on you Yeah, that was the Dude, jam. they
0: were really good, Dan That was a good time in music And then the make it real Oh, come on, Dan
1: this one's going out to Little Peanut from Jokey. He still loves you. He's sorry or he stabbed you. She 13, 14-year-old girl singing like this, dude. <laughs> yeah.
0: That is, like, astronomical.
1: But she takes it, though. Right here, listen to this. 14. I, I was a game he would play. Wow, man. He right here, though. She changes it right here. sit here and listen i really could <laughs> i really, you know forgot what, we yeah, had a podcast might, going on
0: when we're done i might have to go into my room real quick and be like all right let's put play let me just get one time through <laughs> and sing this hear this song
1: because that's you a good song we might have to you couldn't go to the mega jams uh maybe but it doesn't sound like that anymore uh that's true they don't get along anymore Well, there's a lot of them yeah, statistically they split, they speaking split. they shouldn't get along you know,
0: uh, <laughs> did you see the video of a uh, side note of a uh, dude from Colour Me Bad pushing the guy on, on stage yesterday? He did it again? No, just just uh, like a few days ago. No,
1: the lead singer? Yeah, the lead singer that's really big. Big the stuff. Guy yeah, w- he's got some h- anger issues, dude.
0: That I did not know.
1: So yeah. I didn't know. I was
0: like, why are you guys putting a thing of them? I want to sex you up. And the guy walks back on stage, pushes him down and says, I'm Colour Me Bad and walks off. And this was recently. The video was on Twitter. It could have been an old video. Though. I think it's an old video. Were they oh, like in, okay. a, in a
1: small venue? Well, of course, it's colored me bad, but I'm saying was it? Was yeah. there like look like there's like twelve people? I uh, maybe maybe forty. Yeah, I've seen that. That's old. Oh, he's big. He's yeah. He's he's really big. But, but that's what happens. So man. different than he did back in the nineties,
0: dude. They they had a few. Uh... It's a shame because those are one of those bands where I would love to see. The only band, dr- think about it. There was never drama in Boys to Men. New Edition had drama. A lot of these other bands had drama. Say what you will about Boys to Men. They kinda kept, you know, fairly up. They, they kept their head above water, man. It's that
1: Motown Philly thing. You think that's what it is? I think it's what it is. It's just that Motown Philly sound. You know what I'm saying? It's
0: not it this. Oh, this is good.
1: Get A little beatboxing Stop. for you, Steve. Stop. 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 Stop.
0: Stop. 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 Oh, yeah. Gee, 90s are... Come on, man.
1: I'm going to take my shirt off real quick. Oh, lord. Was this, was this uh, 89, oil oil, look, look, 88, or 90? This was 90s, man. This Jesus. Was, uh, 91. How good is this beat already? This is my man, though. Big stuff singing right here.
2: Come inside, take off your coat. I'll make you feel at home. Now man's pourers,
1: man's See, here's the thing. When these songs were out, Steve, I was like a total metalhead just, and also listening to like transitioning from like metal to like Nirvana, stuff yeah. like that. But I also yeah. had like hip hop roots too. But this was my secret shit that no one knew I was listening to.
0: Dude, it's good.
1: Yeah, it's very good. It's like legitimately good. I can fully admit it now. But back then I was like, I like this song. I just can't be caught with it in my car. It's one of those things where you you don't buy the album. You just buy the, remember the CD singles? Of course, dude. Yeah, that way if you got to chuck it out the window real quick, it's it's cheap.
0: I used to go to the warehouse on Sean Valentine.
1: Oh, damn. That was a good store.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was a good store, though. You know it was.
1: It was a really good store. I was so sad. I remember when they closed that store down, they turned it into. It was the first thing that they put there was a spirit Halloween. Oh was, really? Oh god, it was it was crushed, dude. I was happy on one hand because I'm looking at Halloween stuff, and on the on the other hand, I'm like, oh, that's where the bargain bin used to be. They
0: used to have the bar, and then the like the four ninety nine, three ninety nine CDs. Damn, it was never empty. We would Mm-mm. always just be thumbing through CDs. A bunch of people would be, in yeah, there. Jesus, people like stealing the
1: dance, them CDs man. and then taking them back. <laughs> it's true. But
0: <laughs> well, now you can go to Rasputin's.
1: Yeah, it's not the same. I don't know what it is it's just not the same. Everyone there is just so like I can't be bothered. They're so over it. They
0: really that's the cool thing to do though.
1: Yeah, it's that hipster. They're like unfunny Jack Blacks in high fidelity. They're like unskinny bops. They're like <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well think about it. Um I want to sex you up these days is actually an unskinny bop.
0: It is. isn't Okay, here's the thing, man.
1: He said, I want to sex you up, but I got to take a nap first.
0: Unskinny Bop. I used to like that song. People would make fun of me nonstop for it. it Unskinny
1: Bop. That was a good song. Undeniably good. Poison was another great band. I wouldn't admit to it back then, but they had those party jams.
0: Yeah, but they were a little, I mean, they took the hair thing. That was the one band I'm like, man, they went far with it. They really did. They went really far with it, man. I mean they were good, but uh they, they're the row every rose has its thorn, right? Mm-hmm. Do you like okay, which one are you picking? That one or November Rain?
1: Oh, every rose has its thorn. Every oh,
0: time. that's a that's a very controversial pick.
1: November Rain is the song where it's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. Get off your piano. Let's cut about three minutes off this song. You know what I'm saying?
0: You weren't impressed like the rest of your school was, G. Nah, (laughs) man. Everyone loved November Rain, dude.
1: Oh wow! Because there was Choose Your Illusion one and two, and I think I could be wrong because honestly, I just didn't give that much of a shit about it. But I liked Choose Your Illusion one. Let me see. I thought Uh, it was Use Your Illusion. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. See how much I cared. I did see that show on acid, though, and that was fun. Getting back. Time out, time out. You saw, I didn't know you saw that show on acid. Circling back, yes. Them Jesus, and Skid Row. Dude. Let me tell you what.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Else. It was something else. That's a lot, man. I'm, I didn't know that that's a
1: good trip to be it's in not. that. not. Who <laughs> oh, says man. it was? Good. It was not. <laughs> I got really stuck on the end because uh, when they walked off for their encore, they stay, it was Axel Rose, so they stayed off stage for a good you know what, honestly, I was on acid, so it could have been 30 seconds, but it seemed like it was 15 minutes. Jesus. And they had, uh, you know, they spelled their name guns and then N, the letter N, and then roses. So they had like these lights that were just going guns and roses, and the crowd kept doing it. Gods. That God. is so cool, God. dude. Not on the trip I was on, it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can't explain it, but it did not hit me right. Dude, that is
0: such a good idea to put your lights. And especially they were like the slash was just it's just the whole dynamic they had was at the perfect, perfect time, bro. Perfect time for kids in my junior high. They thought they were I mean, a few of my friends like waited in line for their albums
1: to be released. You know what? I'm sorry. I was still looking on the whole use your illusion thing. And he did a good job of mixing those songs up where you had to buy both. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's they're not, and this is just my opinion, of course, but they're not great albums, but they have super strong songs on, like several of them, and then some of them are just trash. I don't
0: know. Trash now, is
1: a bit rough, but.
0: What, do you, Were there enough songs to have a double album, or could they just put that on one CD?
1: Well, no, they have, let's see. Choose Your Illusion 1 has 16 songs.
0: Jesus, I didn't know. And then
1: that. Choose Your Illusion 2 has 14 songs.
0: Dude, that is so many. I did not know they recorded 30 freaking songs.
1: And when you send out 30 songs real quick like that, you know what's going to happen. Holy You're only going to get like maybe 10, 15 songs that are good. Dope. Yeah. If that. Maybe.
0: If that. I mean, I haven't heard anyone in recent day, like recent years, being like, dude, I was bumping that. Oh, that old Guns N' Roses CD mug is fire. I haven't heard that.
1: Appetite for Destruction, my friend, is fire.
0: You think so? Oh, I think so. Absolutely. Welcome to, could you name every song on that album?
1: Uh, I can try. Let's go. Pull them up. It's been a long time, dude.
0: I can't wait to do this. Because I don't even, I mean, I don't, I remember Mm. Welcome
1: to the Jungle, but Appetite. I won't get them in, I don't, let me see. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll get them right. Will you give me hints and I'll tell you the name? Oh, no
0: question. No question. Okay. We're not. We, this has been how many years now? It it's been a
1: hot minute. 1987? Yeah. But I mean, I've. All right, I mean, go for it. When's the last time I listened to that album? It's been a long time. All Ooh,
0: right. there's 12.
1: Welcome to the Jungle. Uh-huh. Uh, It's So Easy. Uh-huh. Mr. Brownstone. No. Uh.
0: It's at, it's at, after, it's the
1: evening. An oh, evening night train, ride. Night train. There night go, train. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, Night Train and then Mr. Brownstone. No. Oh, then I don't know. If someone's chasing me, they're what? <laughs> oh, they're out to get me? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go on. And then you were right. And then, yes. Yeah, see, I told you. And then. Uh, <laughs> Mr. He... Brownstone. Yeah, Mr. Brownstone. And then? Oh, uh, uh, God. Um, <laughs> we've been dancing, Mr. Brownstone. Um, Another famous song. Yeah, A Sweet Child of Mine. No. No? Take Me Down. Oh, Paradise City. Yeah, I got I'm all messed up on the order of those songs. Yeah. But, so it's, it, but hold on. Maybe I can just do it and at least get the song. Absolutely. So para- yeah. So Paradise City. Um, uh, <supshockuage> god damn it. I can't think of them. I'm having a brain fart. That's OK. You know what? I'm going to live with that and I'll be my
0: right. Michelle. Think about you. Sweet child yes. of mine. You're yes. crazy. You're
1: fucking crazy. Yes.
0: Anything goes and Rocket Queen.
1: Rocket Queen. That's the I've one I was trying heard to of think of. Rocket Queen. Rocket Queen, Steve, is a song that if you listen to it, Uh-oh. you can hear Axl Rose. So they say Axl Rose apparently snuck a woman. Doesn't really need to sneak, it's it's Axl Rose, but he brought a woman into the studio and during the uh guitar solo, you can hear him screwing this girl.
0: Oh well, according to uh Wikipedia, it is not a rumor he did this. Yeah. Her name was Adriana Smith. It's cold that they dropped her name because she might be married right now.
1: And then she lied to her man and was like, you know what? I only, uh, only once. Oh, bro. She didn't tell him. No, nah. she can't tell him it's Axl Rose. <laughs>
0: Hell no, especially, especially when like Michaels
1: now? or somebody or at least slash
0: G G. I, it, it, <laughs> let me tell you something. Number one, you know what? I need to change that mindset. Cause I've been listening. Oddly enough, there's this, there's this, <clears throat> there's a podcast, this podcast with Holly Randall and she interviews. Current and past porn stars. And they talk about their relationships and marriage and how they deal with having children. And and I'm like, I these these men are so confident in themselves and totally okay with what their woman do, does for a living or did for a living. And they're like, yeah, whatever. She was a porn star. Next question. She's a father. She's the mother of my child now. I need to chill, G. I'm the only psycho for sure. For sure.
1: I'm not arguing.
0: So maybe if, if she did, if I find out, like, hey, Belle was like, hey, I met my Axl Rose backstage. We had a flabba And then it was over the next day. I'd be like, I just got to deal with that, man. Now, if it was Lenny Kravitz, I'd be like, I don't know about
1: this. For real? So Axl Rose is okay, but Lenny Kravitz isn't? Lenny Kravitz, like, that's You've more what of the a- You see what the man's working with, though, so you- like, you, kinda, you know what I'm saying? You can directly compare.
0: Hey, that's the tough part.
1: Oh, Lenny got you beat. <laughs>
0: And gee, when it's flapping it. and hitting the stage? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee, I sat on my ball yesterday.
1: <laughs> ah. <laughs> Timestamp, please. <laughs> Just go back. Timestamp this.
0: Oh, my God. I was at work <laughs> and I was having a. Because I, I got Chipotle. <laughs> And I, you know how you're so happy to finally get back to it. You're like, oh, finally! And yeah. I put my food down and I uh-huh. sit. Boom! I was like,
1: oh, yeah. It's
0: no fun. I didn't even eat for like another half an hour.
1: <laughs> well, you had that tremendous gut ache, I'm sure,
0: dude. It went right to my stomach. I said, I've never felt pain in my stomach.
1: Oh man, sitting on your balls is. The when worst. did that
0: start happening, bro?
1: Hey man, welcome to the '40s. I could never sit on my ball before. Just think of what's to come. <laughs> I had oh, this is disgusting, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I had this thought. Right. Now this is never going to happen. At least I yeah. don't think so. But let's just say someone is sitting down to to move their bowels. Uh huh. Okay. And maybe they're pulling that move where the t- where the toilet seat is up. Uh huh. So you're putting it down as you're sitting down. Uh huh. Could you imagine if one of your balls got stuck between? Oh the toilet? my god! And then you just drop your whole Do weight you on. Do you
0: understand them? the pain?
1: You're like, what did that? what just spray it all over the back of the toilet.
0: Oh, my God.
1: That's so horrible. Oh, I'm sorry, everybody. But that's, some, that's something that I think about sometimes.
0: Yeah. And I was watching Casino. You know, and I do put his head in the vice. I'm like, you didn't have to put his head in the vice. You put his ball in a vice and he would tell you every person that ever went through the organized crime. Guaranteed.
1: Yeah. There's a movie where I think a woman puts somebody's. She has like pliers. And she Whoa, puts some Jesus, dudes' nuts dude. in the pliers. Come on, man. Very
0: effective. I mean, I would ra- I think pliers I'd rather than a vice.
1: I don't know. Pliers are more sharp. But I think you have less play with the vice. The Ex- Vice y- is just all over. Oh. But dude. with but but you have someone that's actually using hand tension. You know, what so they right. can get it just to that just about to pop part.
0: Oh no, God, why right. are we talking about this? And what if, if your ball pops, does, is it like an egg and liquid comes out? Or is it like muscle?
1: It's just a bunch of fibrous tissue. Oh, you've know. seen inside a ball? I've seen inside a ball. I didn't know. I'm going to look it up. on Just I'm look at you know, uh t- You know what? For the kids, Google okay. cross section of testicle. I'll do it with you. Cross. 2022. Section. We're educating people. Testicle.
0: Oh, apparently a lot of people. Images,
1: yeah, it does come up kind of quick, huh? Oh, oh, <laughs> indeed.
0: Oh, this is a canine.
1: Kind of looks like a bunch of uh tomahawk ribeyes all flayed out. Jesus, dude! Ow! Yeah, there's a lot of. There's a dude, lot. Dude, I'm of, not getting snipped. There's a lot of ball there, dude.
0: Jeez, Louise, man! Mm.
1: Holy
0: smash!
1: Oh, don't even say smash.
0: Yeah, Dan, I didn't know that. I was always wondering. In my brain, you crack and stuff came out.
1: Oh, I'm sure something comes out.
0: I mean, your soul. Yeah, and a yelp. Oh, there's the ball. Oh, that's a bovine. Why do they have so many canine and bovine? They don't want to show human ones.
1: Maybe you have to put in human testicle. (laughs) I'm going
0: to have to because I I get it because this is what they most likely would do a a, cross section
1: with. You know, honestly, I didn't even type in human testicle. I don't even know what kind of testicle I was looking at. There it is. I wonder how many people are doing this with us right now. (laughs) What were they talking about? I hear some nice balls sitting on your balls. It looks kind of like a kidney. A little bit. Are are we done talking about balls now? Can we move on?
0: Oh, his balls to Wikipedia. There it is.
1: While you're looking at balls, Steve, here's Axl Rose screwing a woman. Do you think Axel was like, listen, honeycakes, let me uh give it to you real good and just have you make a lot of noise that you don't really mean I and think... I'll give you backstage <laughs> passies to the next show. No, here's what it is, dude. You think he called her honeycakes? He probably did. She was doing
0: what women unfortunately do. He thought he was handling that business and she just, you know, to tickle his fancy.
1: Yeah, she wanted to make him feel like he was Bingo. a rock Bingo. She didn't know a she would be a rock god. Court. Oh, gee. gee. A throbbing rock god, Steve. You know what I'm saying? I do. It's hard to be one, let alone understand it. You know what I mean?
0: I think you would have been had you kept on uh, playing them drums.
1: Maybe, but gee, speaking of rock gods. Let's go. I'm so proud of our boy right now, bro. If I say the name Daniel Dominguez to you, does that mean anything? Um, it means... Farouk. It means Farouk. Exactly. But it means more than that now, Steve. Hit me with it. Have you ever heard of the band called Soulfly? No. All right. There's a guy named Max Cavalera, his brother Igor Cavalera. They have this band called Soulfly. They were formerly a band called Sepultura, and they actually broke. Well, they separated, and, and now there's a new Sepultura, and they're not great, in my oh, opinion. Oh, you
0: know the, you for real know this band?
1: For real. Yeah. Wow. Now, once Sepultura disbanded, they became Soulfly, which is very Sepultura esque rather back, you know, like their sound sounds similar to when the other guys were in the band. Anyway, they're famous, they're they're huge, they've been around forever. Your boy is opening up for them in Fresno. What? Farouk is opening up for fucking Soulfly, G, and I can't, I can't handle it. I imagine you're gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna be there for sure. There's no <laughs> way I'm missing this, dude. No way. I, you know, the thing is with Soulfly is like, I I, I like them. I don't listen to, I don't buy other albums and stuff like that. I don't know all their songs, but I've seen them several times. And they kill it every single time I've seen them. Even as they get older, they still kill it. But your boy,
0: he's playing for
1: him. He's opening up for him, man. You officially
0: know someone like, that you'll be hanging with after. like, you and, know. and even that.
1: I'm just happy for Daniel. That's so all I, man. Daniel, if you're listening, and I know you are, sir, I'm very happy for you, man. That's a hell of a gig. I, and I know you're going to fucking crush it. And I cannot wait to see Soulfly and also the first time that I've seen Farouk. That's going to be fun, man. How many times have you seen Soulfly. Soulfly? I don't know. Three, four times. Dude, how did you even get
0: introduced to them?
1: They were Sepultura, and then they broke up. And then I read a lot of metal magazines, and I found that they were forming Soulfly. and The rest is metal magazines that magazines. They don't they still have them, but they're not the same because you have the Internet,
0: you know, if you could just get on the Internet, and find out what happened to these people. That's true.
1: It's just it's not the same. But I really miss the act of going into a bookstore or even the grocery store and you would see like Kerrang magazine. Were you subscribed
0: to these or would you just buy them when you when you came across them?
1: Yes, it just depended. I,
0: I bet you they still got metal magazines at Barnes and Noble.
1: They still have them, but it's just not the same because I don't go looking for them anymore. I can't remember the last time I bought a paper magazine.
0: You're not even into the metal scene like you used to be, huh?
1: And that's true. That's very true. I'm out of touch. You're out of touch. And you're out of time and stop stepping on my joke. <laughs> <laughs> but Steve, I am out of my head when you're not around. Oh, oh, guess what, G? What's up?
0: So I put out a... Anyway, I'm not... Someone brought this to mind, I'll say. Okay. Um. So your kiss is on my list, right? Well, thanks, bud. <laughs> oh yeah, the song, uh huh? The song. Gotcha. I never realized that it was like your kiss is on my list of the best things in life. Yeah. I said, "Oh, that's beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful song." Now to me, it's like deer jerky, sex in the shower, <laughs> and your kiss—all good things. <laughs> Deer jerky. Gabagoo. Hey, you never tried deer jerky? Don't <laughs> knock it till you tried it. <laughs> deer jerky.
0: What a random pull.
1: Have you had venison? Uh probably. I just don't remember it. I remember having some gamey meat.
0: It was very gamey. I had bison.
1: I've had bison. That's good stuff.
0: It was pretty good,
1: uh. Bison burger? Can't beat it.
0: I, I will say that it was it didn't blow my because when someone is like, oh my God, wait till you taste this bison burger for like weeks, and then you have it, you're like, It's good. I wish they wouldn't have done that. And then I would have been like, Oh wow, this is pretty good. But it it was it was it was good, but it wasn't a mind blowing experience. Yeah, you
1: went in expecting oh, magic. Dude. Yes. I get that. Yeah, ever, I was there's like, this place called it? Slate's fifty fifty, I think. Slater's fifty fifty? Maybe it's Slater's fifty fifty. And uh Popular spot. We have one in our mall area now. But they're supposed to have this burger, which has got to be terrible sounding to you. But it's half beef, half bacon. Ooh. And everyone talked about how good this was. I watched it on one of those shows where someone goes in and tries the food and rates it and stuff like that on the food channel. I don't remember which one it was. But ever since then, I've been wanting to try this burger. Finally tried it. Not impressed. It's salty. It's just all salt. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's not that good. could ruin a lot of stuff, man. Ruined except my
0: day. For even fries it could ruin.
1: Yeah. Ruin my day.
0: Did it ruin your day? Ruin it, it was a slow
1: day, but it ruined it. You know yeah. I mean? I,
0: but you know what? Speaking of which, I and mean, we're going to get into the movies, but I just wanted to be like, uh, Dan, I'm I'm really proud of your uh, your recent decision to start cooking, and I'm trying to do the same thing. So um, I may be calling you for
1: some recipes. Okay, cool. Not a recent decision? <laughs> what? Is that a sneeze? Excuse me. Yes. Okay. You know I'm going to clip that one, too. <laughs> so I have to, man. I don't know. <laughs> Who's... I mean, listen to this. <laughs> this is, I think my uh, soundboard is going to be nice to you today. And okay, not good. Before.
0: Good. That was okay. out of nowhere, too. I didn't even feel it coming, though.
1: Well, that
0: was something else. Man, man I, I know I've, I've made people jump in the theater. I saw like three people jump. You sneeze like that in the theater? I can't, I can't hold it in sometimes. <laughs> it feels like if I hold it in, I'll get a headache. Hey, for real, have you always sneezed that way? All the time. And then when I heard my uh, Favon sneezes like that, and I was Does like, oh, she? that's where I got it. Yeah, because she'll just be like, <laughs> you know, like, I was like, oh, that's where I got it. Except mine is just louder. Sneezing in
1: the family. Here it is, listen.
2: <laughs>
1: What's the thing at the beginning? <laughs> One more time. it was like you were like sucking air so you could actually make that sound that you made that
0: is so funny dude Mm. that is so freaking funny man i don't remember that (laughs) oh i do steve that is so that's right you got a soundboard when is riverside going to come up with an online soundboard? they already
1: have it oh do they on your side i like it we tried using it once when we were talking to um uh, who was, oh, yeah, we we're talking to Brandon Quish- Christensen. Oh, you didn't like it? That's right. No, because I was like, all right, uh, you know, be good to yourselves. Or I did the, th- the outro and it fucking blasted his ears out. Do you remember that? I guess you don't, but that's what happened.
0: Here's what I will tell you I've noticed that he's been getting some love. He deserves it. Well deserved host. love. Yeah, people are coming around and being like, hey,
1: this movie's super host, right? Mm-hmm. Won an award. Oh, this movie's good, is what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Good movies.
0: Okay. Shoot. the movie is freaking good man and homegirl is a star
1: we're like thanks dan and steve we kind of blew it up a little bit we kinda, deal. Just, know, a, like, just a little just i don't want to pat you i'll pat you on the back you can pat me on the back i've never pat done myself deal. on the back done deal all right there you go there's one for you pal oh, oh thanks buddy you got one for me no problem. Hey, real quick man i at least i want to know what your thoughts are um I, I was kind of impartial to this guy i appreciated his comedy but i don't i wasn't a huge fan I, however i think you were i was curious what your thoughts on the death of bob saget
0: were they taking? Um, I was kind of raised. He, for me, he was just a touchstone of like an era. For me, it was like funny Home Videos. I used to always watch Funniest Home Videos. And uh, he was kind of the goofy guy that, you know, was so goofy. Like Jim Carrey did a send up of him on A Living Color. He's just, he was just uh, these silly laugh track jokes, but he was someone that we watched every night, you know, seeing him do these silly, you know, funny Home Video movies. And uh, then, You know, before that, you know, obviously, you know, full, we used to watch him on Full House and all that stuff and, uh, or after that. And, you know, he's always just been in, he like around. And then later on in standup comedy, you realize how in the, in the, you know, groove he is with standup comedy and how standup is so much different than what we're used to him. He's just always been a nice guy.
1: And boy, was he filthy. He was filthy comedian.
0: Filthy. Always not every, but everyone that has anything to say about him is just like, he was the nicest person. And that says everything you need to know. No, he was just nice to everyone, everyone. And so it's just sad. And I think as we get older, like you were saying, you know, things like this, when someone is trending, the older we get, the more we're going to be like, oh no,
1: I know every
0: single time, man. And it's just, it's a freaking bummer, man. It's a freaking bummer, you know, when like people like you know he- heavy hitters like Cindy Poitier and Betty White and these people are just going. And and it's not like they were so young, no, you're just getting older. Yeah. You're just getting older and people that have always been there in your brain yeah, are these, not these, no, lo- are no longer there.
1: These staples in your yes. store, it's they're just gone. I mean like I mean I don't even want to put it out there, but there's just certain people that I just I'm not oh, ready dude. to see go, you know? Dude. Dude, and I think that, about that a lot. <laughs> I don't know why I do,
0: but I do. And but, but like someone brought up, they're like every, think about it. In 130 years, no one that are, are existent now are going to be on this planet. Our planet is going to be brand new. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you're freaking right. It's like, yeah, everyone's brand new in 130 years. It just happens. I'm like, I mean, yeah, when you put it like that, <laughs> like, yeah, brand new people.
1: Yeah, it really takes the importance out of it, huh? That's what I was thinking. I was like, "Oh, I never thought of it like that." It's <laughs> yeah.
0: like, yeah, no one that's here now is going
1: to be here then. We're just Brand like little marks people. on a chalkboard, just to get erased sooner or later, and something it, new will pop up. Dude,
0: that's what's in it. and the the thing is, like when I go see these, uh we were in the Tower District and in Old Fig, and they're like, "Yeah, these these houses were, you know, built in 1950." And I was like, Jesus, I wasn't even here. I wasn't even here. These walls have been touched by probably clan members. This is insane. And then someone's gonna one day, someone's gonna be like, hey, this house on this street owned by me right now, be like, oh, it was built in you know 2009. you know, nine. And it's just like Jesus. Wow, Was be- it haunted? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be scary, like man. <laughs> Time goes so fast, man. I mean, looking at your, when I was looking at your, uh, oh, we got to get into that, by the way. Um, when I was looking at your escape, your your picture on Facebook, I was like, dude, look at the kids. They're just growing, man.
1: Yeah, they've towered, been towers now. Dude dude do you see what i mean now he just looks jesus like a man. Like, yeah when i was saying that, i was like eh, he don't really look like a little skinny boy anymore he no like a he's
0: man. he's he's the yeah he's he's he where do you get the the height is just there man like yeah jesus.
1: i'm just glad it's there for somebody
0: i mean your daughter's
1: not short no well yeah she is
0: isn't she as tall as she's, your wife she's tiny oh she has
1: she's an tiny. outgrown she's girl? a petite young lady oh
0: <laughs> every daughter wants to be at least as tall as her mother
1: Oh, no, I mean, I think they're roughly the same, but they're tiny. Right? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's better than, you know, I mean,
0: it's, it's uh, now she's uh, not going to have to do uh, the whole,
1: oh, my weight. She doesn't have to worry about that. <laughs> Don't about worry. It. She'll find something to worry about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> college, <laughs> yeah, man, we
1: college. Went to, we went to a, an escape room this evening yes dude before we start talking about movies and stuff i know eventually we will get there but yeah we went to uh an escape room for the first time ben however has been i think that was his third one and uh, i don't know if you looked on the the picture itself but he was the mvp of the night man knows how to like if i ever get stuck in a situation like that much well much like a a real like what was that movie escape room was what it was called Mm -hmm. that's the guy that i want to be with is ben he is the guy, you know, the one that's like, okay. And he'll like figure it out. He'll all say it out loud and everything. And then like, we go, oh yes, of course he's that guy. You that's don't want to be element. in an escape room with me, Steve. That's not true, dude. I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> actually I got two clues. I got two clues, right? Or like, I, I don't uh, even understand how puzzles, it or Whatever you want to call it. Do they well, just this one was a room called, of,
0: Okay. Go for it. Tell
1: me. This one was called the temple. And we chose the temple because it was the apocalypse. It was murder 2.0. But anyway, the temple one was kind of like for novice people, but it's also family friendly and it's not easy. So we chose that one. Five of us went in there and it's pretty cool, man. You walk and they kind of tell you what to do. You know, there's like red dots on certain things. Don't, in other words, don't move this or pick it up because it's not supposed to be moved. And then there's other, um, they give you these clues. Like there's a television up there. So you watch this thing. It talks about how you've entered this you know, this temple and you have to find your way out or whatever. And then it just starts, it gives you three clues and you can call They're watching you the entire time, which is probably a pretty fun thing to do, I think, but they're watching you the entire time. And if you need a clue, you just shout out, Hey, let me get a clue. And then like one of them will X out and then it'll tell you something. And uh, the whole purpose of this one is we had to find this gem and put this gem into this gem holder so that the door would open up and we would get out. We had an hour to do it. Like I think most of them are an hour to do it. And you know what? Those things truly depend on teamwork, dude. That's the only way it's going to get done is with teamwork. Because if that one person's trying to do everything and everyone else is just kind of like flailing around, might happen. You might get out. But we came very, very close. And I would be lying if I said I didn't get one extra hint because we were at the part where it's like, we have six fucking minutes left. (laughs) and We're really pissed off because the place is now a mess. We've opened up all of the locks. We've like we found a trap door. We, We put something in the wall and an actual trap door opened up. And then another thing opened up where you it this 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 uh, door raises up into the wall and you get in there and there's like these ropes and stuff and you have to pull these ropes to match a certain level. There's like tape on the rope and you pull one piece of tape uh, rope down to match the tape. And when you do all three of them, you end up with this combination. And the combination goes to this other. It could be one of 10 locks. And then when you finally get the lock, it has another one. It's just you're just jamming the entire time. So much fun. So much fucking fun. I was in do a kind of a bad Do you think you would mood. have
0: eventually figured it out having no clues?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I think so. It's just that in an hour, probably not. There's a lot going on, and I'm not saying that people can't go in there and just, not, you know, like, kill it. But as a novice, I, I want to do it again. I'll put it that way. It's kind of, uh, it was more expensive than I thought it was. But, How much was uh, it? It's about 30 bucks a person. Now, tell me this. Would you open an escape room? Would I open one? I don't know. I don't I think, think so. I think that's.
0: It seems like it would be the easiest business to open. Yeah, but it also
1: seems like a business that could go down. Like
0: yeah, because once you already did them before, you're not going to return.
1: Or let's just throw COVID in the mix.
0: Damn! Oh you know you y'all were mask. all masked
1: up. Yeah, we were. Well, we got to unmask when we we're in the room again. The the California mask logic. You got to keep that mask on, Jack. But now that you're in, feel free to take that motherfucker off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is uh, so you think that maybe like is something i could if i took bail do i need another person
1: uh not necessarily oh dude in all seriousness gail and i would love to go do that with you we that just go to the be middle one freaking
0: you, fun you've already done that one so we'd have to go to another one
1: or, but that's just one place. I've only done one of the rooms in one of the places. But they have them all over town, apparently. Oh yeah, they have one in Clovis in
0: the same shopping center. Look at uh, this guy!
1: Oh, Clovis friendly all of a sudden. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening long enough, do you realize that the man has said Clovis on every single episode that we've had? Unfortunately, so far?
0: that's where I am a lot of the time
1: now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you know just that's to be the. the, the gonna be I was in the to snow
0: today. My, <laughs> see what Clovis is doing to you, dude! Take your pick, ass to the snow. Pictures in the snow. Oh, that's disgusting bro let me tell you something and this is, oh, this, is cold. this is a bro i went out there and i was like you know what i'm just gonna take my nice shoes Ooh. i don't have boots so i went out there listen bro your feet all wet listen and there's a guy coming out from doing pictures and i was like dude you wore the wrong shoes too he said yeah just brace yourself I was like don't do it dude his wife had a nice dress, but her you could tell she was shivering because her legs were, the, the, the snow was like two feet deep. So you'd step and it was like all the way down. And soon, I, like at first I was really cold. Then soon I was like, oh, my feet aren't cold anymore. And then I Cause realized, I oh, because I can't, exactly, I can't feel them anymore. Because <laughs> out of nowhere I was like, oh, they're not cold anymore, thank goodness. I was like, wait a minute, I can't feel anything down there anymore. And so I just took my. Hey
1: Steve, you, you took one for the team. Good for I you. Did. I'm she such was, a terrible person. I hate. It makes pictures. her
0: so happy. So I'm like, she only does it once, once a year. She wants pictures, and so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give it to her once a year. Um, but it was, uh, it was, it was, it was fun. It was fun to see, um, you know, all my friends. Uh, first of all, a few of my friends have cabins in Shaver. I still don't understand how they do it because they, they, they like. Or in the same department how do you, how do you have a sh- sh- how, they own how do you, the cabin yeah they own the cabin I hate
1: them.
0: maybe it's family
1: it's family owned it has to be yeah family. you own it
0: yeah because sure it probably know. was given down passed down through and, oh you should go to my cabin but i was looking around and i was like you know what dude i really don't do this stuff enough i need to start driving even dolo And just kind of just sit and enjoy the snow and live life. And I haven't skied for a while. I need to go up there and ski a little bit. Get my ski legs underneath me again.
1: I need to start doing stuff again. I do feel that way every time I get to the mountains. And I'm up there and it's just so nice and peaceful. I'm like, why don't I ever come up here? But the city guy in me, the curmudgeon in me, just doesn't want to get out that way for some reason. It's weird. But once I'm there,
0: I love it. Absolutely. And the, the dude that um I ran into this guy with a cane Corso and I was playing with his dog and um, uh, I was like, he had your car, a black one, but he had a tent on it and a bunch of like hookups and crap. And I was like, hey, man, I like your overland. Um, get up. He's like, yeah, you know, um you know, when, when we decided that we we're going to start because he was like cooking out of the he has something attached to the back that he can cook on. And I said, man, you really are ready. He said, yeah, Once we decided we're going to start going out to the mountains. I decided to do a bunch of these hookups and the tents on top of the car. And um, I said, does that just flop down? He's like, yeah, it just it recesses down to the top of the car. I said, man, this is dope. You had a ladder. I said, man, this is dope, dog. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man. So I said, I, in my brain, I was like, oh, Dan could just do all this to his car. Now, what he did have, he had a little lift. Like you could tell that the tires were a little the the it was a yeah. little bit
1: lifted. That's big in the uh, oh, is it really? I'd never mm-hmm. seen that before. Yeah, they love to lift it.
0: It was a little lifted, but other than that, everything was stock. Uh, not stock, but all like the every he didn't add on like oh a new this new that he did have a hitch, but everything else was just normal. I said, man, this is a perfect. He said, yeah, this is you don't have to pay a hundred thousand dollars for you know people are charging whatever for a forerunner and whatever for this. He's like, this is fine. My, my Subaru is perfect. My dog fits in there. He can sleep. We have a, he had a, um, in the back, he had a bed that sli- He had you know, those sliding things that you could, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. He has some sort of rolling hitch inside the back where he, it could slide out and it's the dog's bed. Oh, and nice so The dog sleeps on that. And I was like, Oh, Dan should totally do this to his car.
1: Yeah. I've seen all that stuff because I'm on a couple of different Outback groups and Facebook. So dude. I've seen everything that they can do to them. I, matter of fact, it's been a while though because I like when I first got the car. Of course, Steve. I'm oh, you're on this. It, dude. I'm gonna do this. Yes, <laughs> I've yes. done any of that shit. But uh, you know what I did do for the first time? Oh, since what? I've owned the car, is I slept in the back with an air mattress. Um, and it was nice. Why? Because I worked two shifts where I was uh, basically at work from eight thirty in the morning till midnight, and there was just a small break where I didn't really want to go home. You know what I mean? And come all the way back. So being that I was like, I don't sleep very much. I'll get off at like midnight and I won't get to bed till like 2.30 in the morning and start all the way back over again. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Because I, normally I would just go home and take a nap and then come back. I'm like, I'm just going to nap in my car. So I got an Holy air mattress. Kill. And let me tell you what, buddy. Sleep of Kings. Were you, did you crash out immediately? Yes. <laughs> it's like Holy really, really crap. Weird. I have comfortable driver's seat, too. Like I mean, I'm not talking about this particular time. But I've just laid the driver's seat all the way back. It goes all the way back, and I crash out on my lunches sometimes, and it's great. But this is a whole other thing. Like, how long did you sleep for? Uh, two and a half hours. Oh, that's a good solid that's sleep, good, dude. Like with dreams, and then you wake up and you're like, Oh shit! Oh yeah, you're like, Huh? Oh, We'd where my cheek yeah. is wet. You know? Oh for sure, of, dude. Yeah, the the windows are all fogged up and everything because you're just mouth breathing in that. Like good, good sleep. <laughs> Have you? I just know that? now that if like I she ever gets mad at me, they doesn't want to sleep with me, I'm just gonna go sleep in the garage in my car. The garage? The garage in my car, in my coche.
0: <laughs> Gee, it made me really like see what your car could do when I saw that guy's car. I thought it was on an SUV until I got up close on it. And um, I was like, oh, it's not an SUV. This is a Subaru. And uh, yeah, his uh, he had the hookup and his dog was just free. The cane course was gorgeous, man. Uh, Bell was a little bit scared of it, messing with Presley. But like he said, he's like, dude. It's a puppy, and it just wants to play. So Presley was having a good time with it. Um, It was a wonderful day, man.
1: Good for you. We both did something wonderful with the family today. I do
0: need to get an SUV. I do need to get an SUV.
1: You you should go with something that's more like a truck. (laughs) Something that can pull a large trailer. Because you might need that one day. I, you know what? You're right. And I I probably
0: will wait until somebody I know or someone who knows the person I know is like, I'm selling something. Do you know anybody who wants it? Cause otherwise they're going to charge whatever. But if it's somebody, you know, they'll be like, Hey, they're willing to let this thing go for 5,000. I'll be like, okay, let's do it. Cause I need a truck and I need something where believe it or not getting down that low over and over, over again, dude. It's like, man, like after movie time, I do not feel like in that freaking low quads all are all time. sore oh dude i remember one time i got kicked in the thigh and it was just so hard to get down to that level i don't even spar anymore though those days are over
1: already um
0: a lot of the people quit doing it i guess they you know they some of them stopped coming because of the sparring and so crew was like you know we might not want to do that anymore because it's not everybody wants to come and if they do come they'll feel weird about saying no to sparring like there's some sort of wimp so we're we not if, if you want to spar maybe stay afterwards so they kind of stopped it and the people that used to spar just don't come anymore so i'm kind of just
1: great job I, steve you beat everybody up
0: i wish that were the case but no it's the um afterwards i just have to stay and i just hit the bag but all the spars are gone mm. I, and i won't spar with crew so that's out of the question don't do it i, I he taught me a lesson twice to know my place so i learned it very well <laughs> he taught but yeah man all right hey what's the contact information <laughs> <laughs> i did not realize what time it was i was like oh shoot
1: yeah what you got a place to be you got some no. place to be no Bella's asleep. you just came back from the snow g you ain't going anywhere g does your wife out of curiosity does your wife
0: nap a lot OK, just one. All right, go ahead.
1: <laughs> real quick. Can I just vent for one second? Yes, please. We we're talking about cars. So I decided to go outside. It's nice and cool today. And I said, I'm going to wash my car. Right. Oh, look at this guy. I'm going I'm to take some time with it. And I'm going to get it real clean. So I did that. And somehow I missed this the first time around. I don't know how, because I did clean the area thoroughly with a brush and everything. Right. Wash my car. And I'll taken care of, and the last thing I do is I'll go over it with a uh, with a soft or not a soft cloth, a microfiber, and I will clean of off course. the rims. Yes. right uh-huh. so I get to the back passenger rim oh Jesus and there's fucking rash all over no the black Dan. now I was Steve worried you're gonna say that now, Steve I know I, Dan, I know I'm gonna I ask know. you a question okay Can I kind of lay it on you real quick. <laughs> Please. Very simple, yes or no answer. <laughs> now, Steve, do you think I did that?
0: No, not at all. No, ah, me
1: neither. <laughs> me neither. Is it bad? It's bad. And I, but see, here's the thing: I shouldn't be that mad about it because the Subaru actually comes with a full-on spare tire, so it's an out of sight, out of mind. I can just put it away. Kind of think it's the principle of the matter, Steve. I, I will have owned my car for one year. <laughs> on February 5th and And I had to go, I found this out right before we were getting ready to go to the, uh, the temple to the, uh, escape room.
0: So you have to put on it. You have to let it go.
1: Uh, I think I was, I think people were feeling the tension radiating off me in the car. I'm just glad there was that temple because once you go in, it just completely takes everything away.
0: Yeah, you, you can't even think of anything because you only have to focus you on. You have an hour to get shit done. So now, did you have you passed. brought up this conversation? Oh yeah, yeah. What'd oh, she yeah. say? She goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey. If she does not remember doing it, maybe My answer it,
1: was yeah. Well, I don't know who did is what I said, but in and real only life, you two have driven it. Only ever yeah in real life. When when your car, when your rim hits oh, you hear cement it. Oh, or yeah. curb, uh-huh. same thing, there is no way you don't hear it, Oh, no, you hear or, the Urgh! For that yeah. matter, feel huh? that. Mm-hmm. Now, I know for a fact, because it's been things, lighter things, like a little rock popping up and hitting my, da- my uh, windshield or whatever. I will stop the fucking car or get out of the car if it's not moving yet or whatever, and then I will go and investigate. Oh, yes. Yeah. So not me jack that's tough dude oh it it hurt dude and like i said i know it's not that big of a deal because yes i can just and i will because it's gonna make me fucking crazy if i don't i'm gonna put the spare tire with the good rim onto the car then i'll put that one back and use that as my spare tire but still steve oh oh that's a beast well can't you just take the the rim off just switch rims yeah I, i mean i can do that too I'm just saying that. my you don't want to wear
0: out of your good spare time. No, tire. no, no.
1: I I, I, realize, I realize what I said, but I'm just saying the end game is going to be that I'm switching Oh, one that's the other bummer. one's just going to be hidden. So I don't Or maybe this is at.
0: a lesson. Maybe this is a good time for you to just leave it on and stop letting it bother you. Just stop. Forget it. It's not a
1: big deal. That's, that's it's a thing. Happen. It's a thing. That's not going to happen, bro.
0: You're, I'm saying you, it might be a good time to learn that.
1: Okay. Let me ask you. Uh-huh. Same situation. It's just mm-hmm. you and Bell. Yeah. What are you gonna do,
0: dude? At this point, remember, I've already gotten hit twice, and okay. I realize these are just things. Okay. You gotta let it go because it's like, otherwise, you're just gonna every time something happens, you're gonna be like, ah! I'm like, okay, I've learned. It's whatever. When that I truck hit me, yet. I'm like,
1: whatever. I drove the same piece of shit car for 15 years. Yeah. I just wanted to have a car for one year. <laughs> It is, it, but it's still beautiful. No
0: one's even going to notice I that. Know, I know, I know. The I only know. time they'll notice is if it's spotless. These days where you made it spotless, they'll. They, but we don't even look at the rims. We look at the rest of the car.
1: You know, you know the first time I go out now, someone's going to be like, oh, what happened to your rim? <laughs> and I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should ask. Funny you should ask. My friend says I need to let it go, but do you have a minute? You should, though. And I already have. I just had to vent that. Cuz really Don't no even switch do don't it. even switch tires. I don't know about that. Don't get crazy. I wouldn't do it, man. You better slow it down a little bit,
0: Steve. I can't believe you came with I I can't believe it came with a freaking full-on tire.
1: Full-on spare tire with the That rim. is so
0: dope, dude. Yeah, well,
1: it was. That is so dope. It was dope, Steve. I mean, you still, <laughs> you still you so still got a nice touchscreen car. Which I'm getting replaced by the way on Tuesday. What? Stopped working. What? <laughs> i mean it works but like it'll just uh freeze up and i'm like okay that's cool and they told you they they told me they said uh you're gonna have to go in for like firmware updates and stuff oh, like okay, that. I'm like, okay cool. cool yeah no all problem right. so i took it in one time when i got the car serviced and then guess what they did an update it was fine so this time it's acting all screwy i take it in to get serviced and they're like oh yeah we'll handle this it won't take the new firmware so they just said we'll just order you a new piece oh that's cool so yeah no complaints
0: that's and how long is the warranty
1: uh, 36,000 miles or three years. Oh,
0: nice, 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 nice.
1: Mine is about to run out
0: in the next 20,000 miles.
1: <sighs> you just threw that in there just to be. Just
0: no, I'm do. saying it's coming, dude. Yours is, mine comes sooner than yours.
1: Yeah, but you had your car for how long? Uh, this is six years. Okay. I'm on my first year, Steve. <laughs> <I'm> 14, <000 laughs> you don't drive it enough. Right you know how long it's going to last? You don't even I drive it. 14,000 miles on this bad boy already. Yeah, how many? 14,000.
0: Oh, that's right. UC Davis. UC Davis. Yeah, that's right. right. I was wondering, I was like, the math isn't adding then immediately. I was like, oh yeah. there it is.
1: All right. We're gonna have to start doing other things, I think. I'm trying Wait, to figure how out i have to take a- that portal in my garage and instead of going to hell all the time. I've got to try and get it to go over to UC Davis.
0: Why don't you just use your um the other car?
1: know, mm, like just back. to save you the mileage for thirty six thousand
0: know? miles.
1: Maybe. We'll see. You don't want to go backwards. Hey, movies, Steve. Now I'm just mad talking about cars. Let's talk about movies. Let's do it, dude. Oh, man. We got movies. We got two movies and a show to talk about this evening. I also watched Boba Fett, by the way. Did you? Oh, we got four. We got two movies and two shows to talk about this week. Yeah. And I'm very curious what you think. I think I already know, actually. Maybe we should start there, actually, Steve. Boba Fett.
0: You know what's funny, man? I was not looking forward to this show. Mm Mm-hmm. Until they was like, hey, Chewbacca's a near... Co-. No, I'm joking. They have a... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what the episode is called. By <laughs> <way>. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's crazy. Robert no, is uh, really going uh, for it. Michael called
0: me. He's like, hey, brother. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, they got a black Chewbacca. I was like, <laughs> what? He said, yeah. Yeah, a black They said we are looking at it right now. I said, How's it look? He's like, It's probably one of the dopest things I've ever seen on screen before. And I was like, I don't know, man. It sounds goofy. So I start watching Boba Fett.
1: The book of Boba Fett, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're talking about. And I'm happy to hear that Steve's watched it.
0: Dude, I am in. Good. I'm glad. I am so surprised. Okay, I'm not going to go over to the top. I'm not going to go over the top. But what I will say is, This sort of show is my sort of show because it's dealing with the politics of things. Like how you run things. Not like I can beat you up. No, like how would you run a thing where you took over and it's not really your place? Do you kill everybody or do you take them as prisoners? Do you do this? I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And uh, dude, when what is his name? Kirsten? Kirsten? The oh, are you talking Chewbacca? about Black Chewbacca? <laughs> Sorry. Holy. His name is Kazakhstan. When that dude walked on screen, you I'd be like, hey, this, this is your town. My bad. You know what? I'm bugging. Sorry. This is all you. That dude looked crazy dope. Now, Steve, are you caught up? Oh, no. I'm only on. Um, I'm at the part where something happens with a train. And okay. now he's talking around a fire.
1: So on like, episode two. Two. Okay. It's really good. Because uh, spoilers, he shows back up in three. Dude, he's a sk- I wonder who, I should have looked up who played him. Because
0: I think it's only Favreau because they showed, I went, obviously, you know, when I saw him, I immediately went on Twitter and the whole world is just like, oh my God. And the, he, they're like, no, he was in a panel on the comic books and they showed the comic book panel. And I said, like, only Favreau would have been like ooh, that's dope <laughs> and decide to just be like we're building that that's pretty cool and uh, uh it's re- and i love that robert rodriguez is involved it's really you know i love robert rodriguez one of my favorite movies of all time *Dust to dawn
1: and do so, you know of an actor by the name of hold on where'd he go here sorry about that casey no carrie jones
0: carrie jones no
1: he is, I think he does a lot of like makeup stuff where he's in costume because he's been in obviously the book of Boba Fett. He was in Predators. Oh, art department, makeup effects, special. Okay. So he does a lot of like uh, special effects and stuff like that. But he has played character things like the scarecrow in 2019 Creep Show. Um He was crap. in Captain. Excuse me, Captain. Uh, Captive State. Remember that movie? I do not remember Captive State. It's like an alien movie came out in 2019. We talked about huh. it. Uh, he's in the Orville. And oh, every one of nice, these he has nice. makeup on. Um, but yeah, the character. I don't even know if I'm saying the name correctly. I think it's because I'm looking on uh, IMDb. Black cursantin. Because it's like it
0: two R's, right? And two S's or something.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, hold on. I didn't even get the full spelling. But that, yeah, he's pretty dope. Dude, that dude is. Yeah, Black Kersantan, K-R-R-S-A-N-T-A-N. And if I'm saying it wrong, I don't give a shit. Very,
0: very, very cool. Because I know uh, Michael's like, he's a Wookiee. And I was like, you know what? It does make sense that Chewbacca's not the last Wookiee in the the universe. Oh, right?
1: Not by by a long shot.
0: So it makes sense that there would be another one. But whoever's idea, even though it's very, on the comic book panel, it's pretty much him. But the fact that they were like, "Let's build him," that is a fa- maybe it's not, but I think it would be a Favro thing, where he's like, "I think we could make something with this this fella."
1: I bet you it's Filoni. Who's Filoni? It wasn't Dave Filoni, another producer. He's the same guy as a producer with with uh, Favro and like uh, not Book of Boba Fett, but The Mandalorian.
0: Oh well, then probably and Ahsoka, it could be either the Ahsoka
1: one. series they're doing,
0: dude. I am so happy that someone told me about the black Chewbacca. Otherwise I wouldn't have watched the show.
1: <laughs> That's what got you huh? black. Chewbacca. That's
0: what got me. I mean, cause, and, cause Michael immediately was like, bro, it's a black Chewy. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I'm in. And so I started watching and from jump, I'm like, dude, I love the, and, and the only thing I'm wondering, and I know you can't tell me when he said, my dreams are happening. I don't know if these are things that actually happened. And I know they're going to clear it up, but I'm, I'm beginning to think, oh, this is actually real. This is
1: really what happened? Or is he? No, I mean, <clears throat> from what I can tell so far, we've got a little bit of the backstory. Now, here's the part that you is just going to like kind of go over your head and in a good way, too, because Star Wars fans are so fucking toxic. They are just the worst, the worst of the fucking worst. But sometimes they have good reason. I mean, the last, you know, the Rise of Skywalker would be one of those reasons. The last trilogy would be one of those reasons where it's like, "Fuck you, choked." But you know, since the Mandalorian came out, it seems to be like the the savior. Is there a savior for Star Wars? And maybe that's it. Here's the thing with Boba Fett. Boba Fett has been around since 1981, I believe. Empire Strikes Back, and he's always been a man of mystery. You never saw his face. You never, you barely heard his voice. And then once the 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 uh, prequel. Trilogy came into play. We now he was like humanized because we saw him as a kid. It's a clone, but humanized him. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But we never really like you go back to like, say uh, Empire Strike. No, sorry. Return of the Jedi. He's still this helmeted mysterious person who's kind of known to be a badass. But in truth, a lot of people got all of their extra, you know, um, I don't even know if it's canonic anymore, but basically all of their extra information on this guy from books and such comics where he was a badass we don't have that if we don't really read the books and everything. So now what's going on is and I'm not one of these people I really could give a shit at this point, but everyone's mad because they have every time you see Boba Fett he's pretty much taken off his helmet.
0: You know oh, what for I mean? Sure.
1: So that mystery's gone. This merciless bounty hunter hunter who was able to like capture Han Solo and keep him, you know, in carbonite blah 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 all that stuff. All this ruthlessness is now gone and he's this man of compassion now. He wants to run his town on compassion and respect and stuff and people that's not really sitting right with a lot of people. But again, I don't even know if any of those books are canonic and we don't really know that much about him. Just your average Star Wars fan, which I definitely consider myself, even though I've been lifelong. People get so into it and take it so far that I cannot include myself in that. But there's just a lot of things that I didn't know about this guy, so I'm okay with it. I don't know if I necessarily would have picked. I get why they have Tamora Harrison as the actor, because it's all, you know, he was in the um, Attack of the Clones and stuff. But I don't know, man. I think that I would like to see maybe just a slightly younger dude, maybe. Like, I do have some gripes about the show, but I'm into it. I like it. What are your gripes? Um, I don't think he does action very well ah i think that the action is like for instance the <clears throat> the first action scene that i'm talking about is when they go into that town and they have those gamorian guards behind him, the ones that he he ended up instead of like imprisoning he made him like his uh he oh, says yeah. if i'll be your leader will you respect me yes so they're walking in town and then there's this big attack oh and, the red shields yeah and he's just kind of like he got whooped on yeah he's sort of wailing around like if he was like uh I don't know. I'm trying to think. It's like Steven Seagal trying to do karate at this point.
0: No, you're right. And I thought you know Mandalorians I mean? were like the the well, he's, fighter extraordinaire. He's not a Mandalorian. Oh, he's not.
1: He wears the Mandalorian armor, but he doesn't practice the Mandalorian. Armor, oh my goodness, which is why goodness. he's always taking his mask off all the time. Or telling me.
0: Okay, I didn't know that, Dan. Thank yeah. you
1: for telling me. But um, anyway. I, I was I wasn't really impressed with his action. I think Ming Na Wen actually does better action than he does.
0: She oh who, yeah, whoever she's 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 killing now. Out of curiosity, why does he wear the armor?
1: It's just he he's that's the thing I'm trying to figure out because he, he's comfortable in that. You know what I mean? And I always took it as like that's his. uh That's his front. That's his mystery. That's what gives him the mystery. People don't know who he is, but he might as well just, he just walks around with his helmet off all the time now.
0: Yeah. Then why? Yeah. My thing is I thought he was a Mandalorian Yeah. from the Mandalorian. They're like these, these helmet and the armor is hard to get. And when you do find someone who has it, you're like, you're not supposed to have it. You're not a Mandalorian. Yeah. So how has he been able to keep these with Mandalorians around?
1: I'll be honest with you, bro. I'm sure there's an answer out there for you that someone can go okay listen up and just tell you the whole, the whole thing I, I honestly i don't know
0: and i might be overthinking it <laughs> i might but no, the way that they made not it really. seem
1: i'm sure the question's been answered somewhere and it's come up but um no it's good i mean and and now like this last episode i um it's kind of my favorite but it's doing something that i'm like oh no <laughs> Uh-oh. and i'm not entirely sure like i just really hope they don't ruin it and i don't want to spoil it for you Well, it's Fav. So I don't, he hasn't misstepped yet. He's just got, how can I say this without ruining it for you? Uh, He picks up some sidekicks. Oh boy. And in theory, it's kind of cool. The way that they're described is very cool. It's the way they present that I'm just kind of like, I'm not going to buy it.
0: So it could be bad or it could
1: be great. I'm not going to get all weird toxic Star Wars guy about it, but it's just like, eh. And you'll know what I'm talking... You will know exactly what I'm talking about the moment that you see it. I can't... Because
0: I am a little... Conf- the only thing... I'm in. Because the thing that I love the most is the fact that he's... I don't think he's compassionate at all. I just think that he understands that, ooh, if I let these people like live, they're going to be loyal to me. That's
1: it. Yeah, it- but the whole town... It's this crime town. It's all... And he's a crime lord. It's been run on threats and murder. That's true. So, you know... <laughs> <laughs> There's choices to be made to where you don't want to get stepped on. You don't That's want to be treated told and you don't want to lose
0: respect. That's true. She was trying to tell him, like, look, yeah. you, you might want to let these dudes go. But if here's the thing if he would have let them go, he would have got killed in that fight.
1: And Gail pointed something out to me, not really going with what you're saying. Gail pointed something out to me, and now I can't stop looking at it. That dude has the whitest teeth. <laughs> now you won't be able to stop. Wide or white? White. Do you remember that? Oh, you didn't watch Friends. Um, yeah, when when, Cha-
0: when Homeboy, uh,
1: when, when Ross, Ross got his got, teeth. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, got the bleach. He has them like that. <laughs> I mean, they are bright. They man. might not be his. I'm wondering if he has caps or he just bleaches his teeth. Oh, for or sure the guy for sure they Watch, got caps, though, though. though, the next time you see it, you're, it's it's not something that they show all the time, but he makes this one particular face regularly and you see his choppers glowing it, through his lips. Here's my problem also
0: is, okay, so they're showing me this guy. And I still mind just a little nitpick. They show me this guy that can fight like nobody's business. How did these these shield guys even get? Like, how did they even have a chance against him? The guy that I see in the dreams is a
1: beast. So how? Well, he is kind of healing up still. That's why he's always in that tank, that back to tank. Yes. That's what it's called. Sorry. That's the one nerding me. But I, that's the one thing, too, that people are like, you're supposed to be a badass and you're in this fucking tank like four or five times an episode. So maybe he's still healing up.
0: He's also hasn't been fighting for ages. He's just he fairly I mean,
1: from the dreams. He learned this fairly recently. Well, no, but he was a bounty hunter. Right. So he's killing people probably yeah, often that's true. working for the freaking empire or at least as a, you know, as a higher. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. But what it is, I think what they're doing with this one is that since he was in that, okay, that, that, <laughs> you know, the big sand vagina that he is yes. it's called a Sarlacc. <laughs> that's funny. I know it as a sand vagina. Um, that's like a 40 year old mystery right there. How did he get out? How the fuck did he get out of that thing? And they summed it up in about 45 seconds. He shot his way out. Yeah, but it's kind of weak. You know what I mean? Kinda, that's, that's one thing. I, was I like,
0: That's uh, one thing I did. Like I was almost tripping on it and i didn't even know the 40 year thing i was just watching i'm like word yeah
1: (laughs) you got out it's too quick but but my point being is that once he gets out of that he's still the ruthless guy that he's supposed to be right because it just happened like if you let's see to place this into time frame for you chronologically it would be right after you saw return of the jedi right i did yes so remember right after jabba gets killed in the desert and all that stuff Uh so it's right after that but i don't know how long Maybe he's been there for a week or two. I don't know exactly how long he's supposed to be in there, but they they knock him. You know, he gets out in like forty five seconds. But um, he's still the same guy. So I think this is kind of cool how they're doing this because they've introduced the the Tuscan Raiders, that tribe of people that he's with. Yes, and I, those are like my favorite. They've always been my favorite characters in the Star Wars universe. But now he's with them and he's learning their way and he's learning about like I really like and, that and tribe. Although you know,
0: he couldn't fight at all. G. Like when no. the girl, the dude was trying to ch- train him out of fight. In my brain, he was getting beat on like he's never fought before. Yeah, it wasn't a situation fight. of, oh, he's a murdering bounty hunter. He was getting
1: whooped on. Yeah. So I'm like, come on. You could do a little better
0: than that, right?
1: Yeah, he's got that rocket pack, the jet pack and stuff. And, you like, know, he's got some he dope guns. He was getting handled, bro. Yeah, he gets handled regularly. And it's like, okay, that's fine. I'm not going to really pick the show apart. I'm enjoying it.
0: Oh, no, I'm, I'm loving it. But I just have to let it go that he's not a, he's not a fighter. But also... It could be his age. He can't fight at 50 years old. These cats I don't think that
1: it's been on. that long, though. You know what I'm saying? Are you talking oh. about uh, Tamora Merson? Yeah, about the Bobokai? guy himself, he looks 50-something. Yeah, for sure. That's totally what it is. It's like you Sam say, Jackson running like down the hall in, in Captain Marvel. Oh, ouch, shit. ouch, ouch. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know what, dude? But Ming-Na Wen, she's older. I wouldn't be surprised if she's older than him in real she's life. She's 55 years old and fine. Dude, she's killing it. Yeah. She was... And I didn't know, like, how did she climb up? Is she just that strong in the books that she could just climb walls like that?
1: People can correct me if they want to. I really don't care. But I don't think she's in any of the books. I think she's a brand new character.
0: Oh, I, I really liked how she kicked Homeboy off the ledge. And was like, hey, I only need you. And I'm willing to kill, Hammy. I thought it was dope. I thought, like, so far, I'm in all the way. Um, I'm looking forward to the third episode. I'm really excited. It's it's something that... uh. There's not many shows I look forward to, and I think this is gonna be another one of them. Unfortunately, it interrupted me again finishing Loki, so now I'm gonna have to finish Loki after I'm done with this one.
1: Yeah, you really should do that, man. It's important. I know. It's important.
0: My mom told me, she's like, Steve, I can tell you, and I'm not even a Marvel head, some of the stuff that you missed on Loki is gonna have an effect. Yeah. Like, she's like, I know, having watched it, there's stuff you need to see that happens.
1: Oh, the last scene, you're like, oh, uh oh. I better go back. I, <laughs> you, dude, have, you can't just skip. You have to I'm
0: watch. only at the part where they realize that, spoiler alert, that everyone had a life before. That's where I stopped.
1: I love your spoiler alerts for old shit. It's great. <laughs> it's not that old. Is it old? Everybody's seen it. Everyone is going to see it, seen it except
0: you. When my mom's seen it, I'm. I'm exactly. Wasn't it again? Your mom's watched it. She watches, like, let me tell you. There's nothing. She's like, nothing's as good as the Mandalorian in her brain. She says one of the best things. She's just like, nothing's as good as that. Oh, I like, no, she's... I'm glad she likes it. Oh, she loved the Mandalorian, dude. She thought she like got emotional at the last scene.
1: <laughs> so did the I though? Last... We all did. The last thing I'll say about the book of Boba Fett. Okay. And I hope you're caught up by the time we talk next time. Is that uh episode three. Oh, dude. I'm in like, I think that, I I love the way it's going. I think I know where it's going to go, but I will say this. I think we have our next Grogu. Oh, really? Yeah, we have our next. (laughs) Grogu. Yeah, it's It's, it's a big version of it, but I think uh, I got a feeling. I know what's going to be on like toy shelves this year.
0: Do you think that this show is going to be a cultural touchstone like Mandalorian or is this going to be a good show?
1: I think it'll be a good show. And again, with toxic Star Wars fans, from what I can tell, I think a lot of and you don't you're not necessarily toxic if you don't like it, but we all know what I'm talking about. Because I know there's some people that have, you know, fairly good taste and and a lot of Star Wars affection are not digging the show so much. They're kind of just like, eh, it's it's fine. And honestly, the Mandalorian's a way better show, but I am enjoying this right now. The Book of Boba Fett's always something that I've always wanted to know a little bit more about him. And again, I don't know if it's just a matter of like, give me Tamora Morrison. 20 years ago. You know what I mean? That might be a little more intriguing to me, but obviously we can't have that. So I'm fine with it, man. It gives me something to watch when I get off of work every Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. I love it.
0: Oh, that's when it, that's when it drops Tuesday night.
1: Well, yeah. Midnight on Wednesdays.
0: Oh, I'm in. I didn't know that. I'm going to be Sorry. watching it week to week, dude. Yeah, good. You should. So you want to rate it? I'm going to give it from what I've seen so far. I'm going to give it three out of five. Five lizard heads well not lizard heads what is that monster do you know what it was called
1: oh hold on i gotta think which one which oh are you talking about the one that popped out the sand yeah i don't know what that's called man but that was a cool ass monster kind of reminded me of like clash of the titans a little bit yeah i was thinking um mortal Kombat. and mortal Kombat. it's like if the class the kraken and that dude from mortal Kombat had a baby
0: and let me tell you something bro if you're killing a lizard like that You better be handling every shield. Red shield. People should not be messing with you. Okay. I'm done. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I just thought about that. I didn't even, I I forgot all about that.
1: What was the number you gave it? A three out of five. All right. Uh, Boba Fett, book of Boba Fett. I'm going to go ahead and give a, I will give it a three out of five as well. Three out of five back to tanks. That's good. Oh, out of
0: curiosity, do you think that that thing that ran back with that head was he telling him that he did it and the only person that knew that Boba Fett did it was the guy that gave him the water?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I think. Those are Tusken Raiders, man. That's
0: really cool how they translated that to us and yeah. we understood With what no was words.
1: happening. That was really cool. And I'm pretty sure they're just using donkey sounds for the Tusken Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Like literally. <laughs> I can't do it, but there's a, that's a fucking donkey sound for sure. I love it. I
0: really like that. And I liked how they, he drank smoke
1: yeah that's really that cool lizard bro. that goes up the nose how about the lizard that goes up the nose i haven't seen that yet oh sorry <laughs> you <laughs> will guy. so you're not done yet with two right
0: no but you know uh, i don't like the and this is where i will you stop in the mood. a half an hour show steve i wasn't in the mood for a kumbaya moment that's why i turned it off okay fair because it was it was at a kumbaya where he's like he's telling him the back when i was i was like i'm not in the mood for kumbaya so I turned out tonight after, sh- after we talk, I'll go go in because for- I smelled a kumbaya moment
1: coming. I'm changing it up. Three out of five nose lizards. Oh, I can't wait. Yes, sir. Shall we move on? <laughs> let's do it. All right, Steve, let's move on to the next one. This is something that you told me to watch. Now, I believe mm-hmm. you might be talking about this a lot this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Don't you have a guest appearance coming up? I do. And will you be talking about this movie? I will be talking about you this movie. You will be talking about this movie, which is now I know why you told me to watch this movie. <laughs> you ain't slick. You ain't slick, G. But that's okay. That's all right. Oh, no, Let's no, see.
0: no. I was I I watched this movie before I knew I was having to watch it this weekend.
1: Oh, okay. All right. I all watched
0: right. it because you know me and Ben Affleck, dude.
1: Benjamin Affleck. And by, by Schmorge Clooney. Let's talk about this movie. We are talking about the tender bar. A boy growing up on Long Island seeks out father figures among the patrons at his uncle's bar. This movie was directed by George Clooney, written by William Monahan, and is based on a memoir by J.R. Morringer. J.R. happens to be one of the characters in this movie. Autobiographical thing? Yeah. It yeah. is. Okay. Do you know much about this? I do not know about the book at all. Nor do I. So I'll skip that part because I did not do my research. But yeah. So Ben Affleck, Ty Sheridan, Daniel Ranieri, Lily Rabe, Christopher Lloyd, maybe it's Rob, and then Max Martini was a sleazy motherfucker let me tell you that much and Listen. then also Renzi Felice do you know who that is Steve?
0: I do know who that is I remember from some DC or Marvel show
1: yeah it was from the Runaways there we go Marvel's Runaways I'm like who the hell is this kid It was driving me crazy and I had to look it up because he grown up a little bit you know
0: he does look different a little bit he does look a lot he's different he's still got though. that face though I he's knew got, when got that I saw face, him I was though. like hey
1: uh-huh. but yeah so anyway The Tender Bar Steve what did you think about this movie?
0: Let me tell you something man I'm not a big, massive, humongous coming of age type of movie where, cause I've, I've seen in my brain, it's like, yeah, I, I got it. I got it. I know where this is going, but dude, this movie pulled me in so well. I think it was Ty Sheridan though. He was really good, man. Hmm. I think he was really good. He was fun. Um, Obviously, Ben Affleck, man. Come on. What are we talking about right now? I think the um, the whole thing with the um, him not being... Because most of the time you see this, oh, he's a father figure. He's like a tough guy that can beat up everybody. Not the case in this movie. No, not the case. <laughs> Takes a few. Takes a few, but not the case in this movie. And I just loved the believability of this whole thing the little drops of wisdom where uh, Ben Affleck just didn't want to make it super duper mushy gushy and treat him with baby kid gloves he was always just real with him
2: mm-hmm.
0: he treated him like one of the fellas and the fellas treated him like one of the fellas there's a part where he answered a random question in a puzzle and they're like one of the guys like
1: hey this guy's a genius Yeah, <laughs> where you getting know all this information from <laughs>
0: This kid's, this kid's a genius over here. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. I just think it was a fun movie. I needed the movie this week. And I just thought it hit all the, the notes. Even though it hits all the notes you think it's going to hit um, by the end. And especially Clooney with the cre- how he made the credits happen. I'm like, oh, this is very Ocean's Eleven. How they're closing in sections. But I just thought it was really fun to see. Um, that's the first time I really like watched credits for no end credit sequence. I just, can I ask watched you a question?
1: Uh huh. What's going on in the credits? I did not watch
0: the credits are them. Just, um, you know, him as a, as it, you remember, uh, during the movie, they all sat, got together in a car and they went to bowl. Yes. This time they did the exact same thing, but they went to the beach and it just shows them having fun at the beach together. And, you know, all of them, you know, playing with the kid and then, you know, playing Frisbee with each other and then Ben Affleck holding the kid and talking to him and messing with him. And then at the end, they're all sitting in their respective chairs with their head back and just enjoying the view. And then the whole movie closes out.
1: All right. This movie was very much slice of life. Oh, yes. Very much so. And then, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't let you finish your review. No, no, no. That was my review. That's it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying, very much slice of life, very the coming of age type of movie. We've seen these movies before. Absolutely. Now, this is when I say this, I'm not uh, going in a negative tone when I say this here, but there wasn't a lot about this movie that I hadn't seen in some Mm -hmm. way, shape or form before. You know what I mean? It felt familiar. And that's not a bad thing. Affleck kind of chews the screen up out of everyone in this movie. He's definitely the one that is like holding it down. And uh, he does a great job, man. It's good to see him looking healthy again. Even with the smoke and a drink in his hand, you know? I mean, I understand why he's looking. Shit, I mean, he's got to be. I know why he's lost weight. (laughs) (laughs) He's been busy. Shit, and that love don't cost a thing either. Oh, I I like it. I like it. (laughs) I mean, she's got to be wearing him out. Anyway, so, but it is nice to see him looking healthy again. Because, you know, if you go back and you look, not so much in his movies, but if you look at just like old pictures of him, we've all seen those pictures of him on his porch smoking. Guy looked a mess. And uh, so I'm glad that, you know, for Ben Affleck's sake, he's actually sober now or says he's sober and he's he's doing much better. He seems to be doing fantastic. Uh, As far as the movie goes, like I said, I thought he did a great job. He stands out. Um, The Daniel Ranieri kid really stood out, too. I think that for me, the movie carries very well until Ty Sheridan shows up.
0: Really?
1: I like Ty Sheridan. I really do. But and it's nothing. He didn't do anything wrong me like i didn't he didn't really take away from the movie but i don't think that he i don't know man i just felt like it really kind of slowed down once we got to that i was enjoying i love those movies were like the year was 1972 and then you, you see the kid you know, you know <laughs> yeah. what i'm saying like i love yeah. that shit about the movies and i was just really enjoying the young jr and then once we get to like the i guess it's just because it's the it's the coming of age part you know yes um, how and don't get me wrong when i because i'll tell you right now i've been in those those like situations where like i'm just gonna keep going back for more punishment more and more punishment when uh jr Ay, and chase now man with whoever man you know um as sydney was her name played by brianna middleton uh-huh you know she was worth the chase you Love know what saying. i'm saying
0: i didn't know who she was yeah
1: beautiful girl but you know treated him like shit in this and he j- just kept dumping him and then of course you know the whole like well now she's getting married and she didn't tell you but she's still fucking with your head this whole time. And it's just, I don't know, man. I mean, that was all, that was a very real thing. I liked the, uh, the real stuff was what makes this movie for me. I mean, I love the acting and everything like that, but it's just that whole, like just that kid that like, you know, like, like it describes the kid has just been searching for a father figure and he's got a perfectly good father that he listens to on the radio all the time played by Max Martini in this movie known as the voice or his Jr's father who. Boy, I hate that son of a bitch in this movie. Oh, he did a fantastic he, job. Yeah, and if you want to like hate somebody, watch Max Martini in this movie because he is just the worst. And if you have like a, um, you know, a missing parent or something like that for all the wrong reasons, this might touch you. I'm not saying it's going to like trigger you or anything like that, but there's going to be some ver- some familiarities in here for sure. Um, I like that this movie is about family and how family picks you up whenever you're down and they're just there no matter what. Take them or leave them. That's your family. And you know, and and the, the closer that you guys work together and and you know, support each other, that's how life's supposed to be, you know. And he's with this family of like misfits basically. Like these people really never made anything of themselves. And his mom's trying so hard to make sure that he goes to a good college and he keeps his head in the right place. And even more importantly, his uncle is doing that too. Uncle Charlie, man, is like his uh that's his lifeline. You know, if it wasn't for Uncle Charlie, there's so many things that I don't think he would have known just because he really, truly was the only father figure for him.
0: Oh, dude. When he read that letter of. Accept- oh,
1: yeah. I mean, there's some really touching him, parts, man. And Affleck seems to be in every single one of those parts. He
0: really, he, he really, especially that whole $30 running gag. Yeah. He's like, where's my freaking. 30
1: it just hates is uh, uh JR's father, you know? He
0: really hates him, dude. He re- and he, he hates him because he loves JR so much. He's yeah, like it's be- he's like he's a perfect he's a wonderful kid. Like how? How? Yeah. You know, that's his thing like how are you and then the little things like when he said um um when he was talking about you know like why do you keep on going? We were both probably thinking, why do you keep on going back to this girl? You know, what is the deal? She, she, do you have your crap together yet? We'll do that. And if she leaves you, then she leaves, bro. Like, I I think the real, honest, good stuff that he saw, is just real stuff. And uh, that's Uncle Charlie, man. He did a fantastic job.
1: Just some of the advice he would give him, how, like you said, how he's just so real with them. He's like, hey, you're not good at sports. Sports (laughs) isn't going to be your thing, (laughs) Stick to reading. Read all of these books. <gasps> but he was real with them because, you know, it sucks. You know, we don't like to say – we don't like to tell truths to our, truth our kids because yeah. sometimes it's just not the right thing to do. You know what I mean? You don't want to break a kid's spirit. But it was like Uncle Charlie was like, look, life is life. This is how it's going to be. You want to sit and try and focus on the impossible or do you want to do something that you're actually good at? And I kind of so respected good. that about him because I think I don't think a lot of parents – you know, we make those decisions sometimes, but it's not something that we always feel comfortable saying. Uncle oh, Charlie just didn't give a fuck. He gave him, and, and I love. But actually, how, he gave. He totally gave a fuck. He totally oh no, he loved cared
0: about. He really, really cared about him, and I like that. At the you know, uh, not to ruin it for anyone, but there's a part where he got to see what his mother actually went through for him, and then he goes back home, and she's like, "How do I look?" He's like, "You're perfect." Yeah. Oh my gosh! I was like, this is beautiful. He got to see, you did that for me. You kept me away from that. And now I understand. You're yeah. perfect. You look perfect.
1: I just hate those movies and situations. And you know what? There's. I wish there was a, more movies and less like real-life situations. But, oh, man, it just crushes me. A kid being left on a porch waiting to go somewhere Aye. is heartbreaking to me. It's always gotten to me. It's, it's so true. And, I mean, I've seen it happen firsthand. And it's just... Um, it's Ugh. just, it's just something that I'm, I mean, I'm glad they kind of touched on that because it is, it's, it's, it's used in movies quite a bit actually, but it always hits me for some reason. I did not have this personal experience. Like my dad was awesome and we did all yeah. kinds of fun stuff, you know, fun yeah. stuff together, but I've seen it firsthand in other situations. And it's, it really Jeez. sucks, man, you know, and it's um
0: brutal. And and the mom coming out there and just kind of, you can't really, she, the thing I liked about it is she, they weren't super mopey with him. They're like, all right, okay, come on in. Yeah. Well, they They knew it was going to happen. They knew from the start. They're like, nope, let's go. And Uncle Charlie wouldn't have allowed it anyway. No, he
1: wouldn't have allowed
0: her to do that.
1: I think it's kind of detrimental to do that, actually, because you know you're you're teaching, and maybe people would disagree with me, but in my parenting style, I think I would have done the same thing because you don't want to add that crying aspect to it. You need to pick this kid up and be like, all right, come on. That's, you've seen who he is now. Yeah, yeah you see it. who he is and he's not important to you. Yep, let's move. Let's so go. you got to give him the same kind of attention, you know, the, the attention he's giving you, basically.
0: Yes, and they treat him so, like, remember that time he was in the bar and Uncle Charlie looked at him and he's like, what do you want? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, you're not just here. What do you need? Oh, okay. Grandpa needs some cigarettes. He's like, exactly. I was <laughs> like, that's so cool. I thought it was adorable. He's like, what are you freaking doing here? I know you're not just stopping by to say Hi. It was and he's like, Don't don't let a man wait for his cigarettes.
1: Great casting, by the way. Oh my Lloyd.
0: gosh, Christopher Lloyd, man.
1: <laughs> oh, Double.
0: the father-son uh breakfast. Oh God.
1: You see, that's what I'm getting at about family, even though they're a bunch of misfits, they hold each other up. And they oh. step in at the right times and they support each other. You know, you don't always have to be the picture perfect facebook family look at us on vacation kind of shit it's just it's it's more real than that you know and you don't have to be a perfect person no. you can be um these people there. i mean a lot of were like ne'er-do-wells you know <laughs> yeah but,
0: they were just these were he, all of his fathers
1: though. and that's who he had during Absolutely. That's, and family's Absolutely. important that way man you know you, you don't have to be the the most put together bunch of people but if you can't back each other up then what do you really have
0: bingo and when and when she walked up to straighten christopher Lloyd's jacket and she's like
1: I remember this guy.
0: I was like, Oh, this is beautiful, man.
1: Yeah. There are some seriously touching moments in this movie.
0: <laughs> oh, and and then afterwards he's like, Hey, don't tell anybody that I was a good grandfather. Then everybody's going to expect me to be. There. I'm like, this is beautiful. This is, that's what the little things like that. I'm like, okay, but here's the thing. It just taught me. Oh, that's right. George Clooney can direct. I forgot about that. He's a good director. I mean, I like his movies, but I won't say that he's a bad director. I just might not like his movies, though. Sure. Th- this is one of the movies I like that he directed.
1: You know, there's one thing I can say about the movie. It's not really a knock, but it's just more of like, a, I wish this would have happened. I mean, the movie is called The Tender Bar. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see more bar in this movie. Oh, yeah. Because I loved the characters and I love the way that they, again, held this kid up. And, you know, just they, they kind of marveled at this kid. You know, the scene where he's now an adult and he, they give him the car.
0: Oh, they're like, you gotta be freaking. <laughs> you exactly, but it's all out of love. They're just out of love. They balls, wanted to say you know? goodbye. They came out to say goodbye. Yeah, because that's like, why they came. He's out.
1: He's like their little brother or something like that. They watch this kid grow up while they're just sitting there drinking their lives away in this bar. You know,
0: and he can never fail now. Like if he comes back, is like, I give up. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. They will not allow that. They're yeah. like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, 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 no. What do you need? And I love how Ben Affleck was like, Get out of here! What are you still doing here? Go. Yeah. Go see the world. Yeah. Go. And I mean, dude, listen, man. Mind you, I'm a sucker for these, these movies. I am a sucker. Even something horrible like This Boy's Life. I even like that movie. I'm a sucker a for movie. these movies.
1: Yeah. The coming of age and overcoming struggle. and Oh, yeah, dude. Never, you know, like uh, losing your focus and never stop chasing your dream movies. Yeah. Yes. That's, I mean, those movies are tailor made for me, too. I get it. Yeah. And that's why I liked this one. You know, there were things in it that I don't know, like even when it, like I said it kind of slowed down with Ty Sheridan in it. I'm not knocking it. I just enjoyed the the you know what I mean? Like the the father figure stuff a little bit more when it's a little kid.
0: Oh, yeah, it's adorable. He's it's fun to see Ben Affleck bend way down at the bar to talk to him face to face. Like he's a little tiny little thing and he's talking to him like a grown man, but he's just way like hovering over him. And then as he, you know, he gets older, now Ben Affleck is more, you know, talking to him, talking to him. But they have like an unspoken, an unspoken connection where I was really scared when he was in there. a certain part where he's like, I'm fine. And Homeboy was like, are you though? He's like, yeah, I'm good. Because I know JR was worried. He's like, yeah. you can't, you can't go anywhere. Like, I need you on this planet. So are you okay? Yeah, I'm
1: good without really getting into it too, Steve, there's a lot of shit about this movie that made me that, that I connected with and found like, I hate to be cryptic, but I think, you know what I'm talking about? I just, um, uncle, uncle Charlie meant a lot to me, that character Uh and his role in this kid's life. You know what I'm saying? Uh So totally, uh, that, I think that movie touched me more than I, you know, I'm letting on, but, um, As far as a rating goes, the movie itself, uh, you want me to go first? Go for it. I think I'm going to give the tender bar. I think I'll give a 3.25 out of 5 Absent Fathers. You know
0: what? I'm right there with you. I'm going to give it a 3.25 out of 5 Closet Libraries.
1: Nice. Very nice reference, Steve. You're playing well.
0: this, I think this was the first movie I've ever seen where he's like read every book and the kid was like jeez where he was like oh I can't wait like his, his smile on his face he couldn't wait he's like read every one of them because they were Uncle Charlie's he couldn't wait to open one I thought it was beautiful and the fact that Uncle Charlie probably read every single one of those books yeah also, he did he
1: what, 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 did they do? what year
0: was such and such reads? like come on this is base model Yeah, nothingness
1: (laughs) we all need an uncle Charlie oh for sure
0: oh dude yeah and and more people need to understand that being an uncle Charlie means a lot to kids you don't have to be their father you know everyone needs somebody where they can look back and they're like well I only did this because I didn't have a dad and someone could be like oh stop that I was there every step of the way and I was there to teach you right from wrong you have no excuses none I was right there but you know
1: This is something that should go without saying, but it's just, it's just so important to be a part of a child's life.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, these kids are struggling these days, man. I think the way people get more and more detached from society and more into their phones or whatever it is, you know, you just, uh, there's just a lot of, you don't see these days. I mean, it's still out there. You have the sports playing families and stuff like that, but like the whole outside with dad playing catch thing. Oh no. Is it's not uncommon, but it's definitely not as widespread as it used to be. You not know? even. Co- Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Kids just want to stay inside a lot of time. And I know a lot of people that that play sports with their kids and coach their kids teams and stuff like that. And I commend all of you that do that kind of thing. But I'm just saying it's not something it used to be a lot more common. You would just see it driving down the street. And that's something that we got away from. So we all need oh, to yeah. have that A kid. A kid needs to have certain things. It's like no matter what technology changes or how the times change there's still the fundamentals that need to be there and i think that's why i appreciated this movie so much because that little guy needed uncle charlie
0: yes no quite i mean even like uh remember where they used to have big brothers in the boys and girls club and stuff like that i was like oh i gotta be i'm a big brother to this kid downtown or whatever i'm like oh that's you know what now i see you know that can change a person's life yep having that guy there you know, so yeah, good movie, fantastic. I thought it was really good. Um, I'm looking forward to whatever George Clooney is up to next because this is I would not have picked this as a George Clooney movie.
1: I'm always down for a Clooney movie.
0: Oh, dude, I don't always fun.
1: pick winners with his movies, but most yeah. of them are pretty good.
0: I never watched that one where dude from Magic Mike was in it.
1: Uh drawing a blank.
0: I forgot with some sort of where they're making movies and he's he's I forgot his name or I forgot the movie's name but George Clooney
1: directed that too. You it's a hit and miss. <laughs> I'm sure I'd be like, "Oh, but I'm just drawing a blank right yeah, now." Yeah,
0: it's a hit and miss. George Clooney's directorial uh prowess is is hit and miss for me.
1: Well, let's move on, Steve, because we have two more. Let's do it. All right. So the next one, I think we should end on a high note. So let's go. <laughs> Woo, let's go with one that uh, we both watched. You told me to watch this movie. And as far as 2022 movies going, actually, you know what? This movie came out in October of 2021 in Canada, but I'm thinking that it's for us, for North America. Is it actually 2022? Um, I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and question. just stick with what I'm seeing and call it 2021. But I have to okay. this is the first movie in 2022 that made me go holy shit and just take that as a spoiler whatever you want but we'll talk about it right now and the movie that i'm talking about is called mass <laughs> aftermath of a violent tragedy that affects the lives of two couples in different ways uh, very vague and i'm glad it's that way it's directed by fran kranz and written by fran kranz stars jason isaac martha plimpton Anne dowd and reed bernie and for the most part just them There's some other people in the movie, but, but it really comes down to those four actors sitting in a room acting their asses off. I mean, holy (laughs) shit. This movie gets so real so fast that I, I guess I, I guess I'll start. I I just go for it. I found myself forgetting I was watching a movie, if that makes any Uh sense. I felt like I was sitting like a fly on a wall watching two real couples talk about the hardest thing that they could possibly ever talk about. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I don't know, if the, is it a spoiler to say why they're in this room?
0: Um, No, as long as, like, everybody, this is going to be spoiler territory because you can't talk about the movie without talking about the premise.
1: This is true, yeah. So if you're really so, big on, you know, not hearing spoilers, uh, particularly for, for, for the movie Mass, you best go ahead and fast forward. For sure. I don't For know sure. five ten 10 minutes or something like that. And let's get into it because um yeah, I don't see how we can really get around it without talking about it. Yes. True. So hopefully you guys have all heard the warning and you're now past this, but if not, or maybe you watched it and you're here again, Hey, welcome yes. back. Let's talk about it. So yeah, this movie takes place basically in this church room and it is about two couples. One of the couples, uh, they had a son who was killed in a school shooting. The second couple are the parents of the shooter. Jesus. And it is basically these two have been, these two couples have corresponded over the course. How long was it? Was it six years? Yeah, it seems like it was a while. Several years. We'll say that. This kid's been gone. But they've been corresponding back and forth. And they finally found a reason to. And I don't know, Steve. I don't know if I could do it. That's the thing. I was putting myself into these roles. I think I tend to fall into the Martha Plimpton role if I'm being honest. But Well, anyway, she
0: needs absolute the thing is she's I the reason she goes is because she needs to let it go.
1: She needs to let it go. She has to let it go. Yeah. And um I mean I, the thing is that, that I think these conversations happen in real life. That's the oh, amazing thing.
0: Oh, about no it. quite, and it's weird the the couple It's weird. Uh, the couple that ends up being the closest after it's all said and done. Right. It's like, Jesus. And it's, I mean, dude, go on. Tell me your review. I can't wait to hear it.
1: All I know is I sat down to watch this movie. I wasn't quite sure exactly what the tragedy was at the moment when I started watching it. It made sense later on. And like, there's even a part where it shows this, uh, you know, the external cast, uh, the cast Mm -hmm. is basically the people that work in the church and they're setting up. They're facilitating this meeting by putting out drinks and snacks and making sure that the room is set correctly. They're working with this social worker by the name of Kendra. I'll call her a social worker, played by Michelle Carter, who is, you know, put this here, put that there. You know, they're just trying to make this room as neutral as possible so that there's not any type of triggers in the room. And then there's this one part I didn't know right at the beginning what they were talking about, but they're like, well, what about these and all it is, it's like, a, I can't remember if it was hearts or something like that, but they're like these paper mache or crepe paper. God, it's been so long since I've been in school. I don't even know what the hell to call it. But it's like the little little thin crepe paper that they just make designs with, and they're all tacked up all over the windows. And and the the one of the workers goes, well, what about these? And they're like, oh. And I didn't know what they meant by that. But the fact of the matter is, it's that it reminds them of a classroom. You know what I mean? Did you get that? Right away. Oh, for sure. For sure. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know anything about this movie. I just went into it because you told me to. So it made a lot of sense afterwards. Oh, they don't want to be reminded of the classroom because yeah, it was a school shooting and they go into some seriously graphic detail. They don't, they don't show anything. Again, this is a movie that takes place basically in one room, but they talk about how they found their kid and like the shoot, the, the, the parents of the shooter, they talk about the rough, you know, cause like you want to hate them or at least if you're like taking the side of, of Gail and Jay, the parents of the kid that got shot, you know, you want to hate them kind of, because it's like, it's your fault. This kid came up this way. Mm-hmm. But the simple fact of the matter is, is when you start breaking that shit down, we don't have control over those things. There's so much shoulda, woulda, coulda that goes on in life. And you just don't know. You want to try and make the best decisions for your kids. You know what I mean? And, it's, and they're not always easy decisions, you know, and they talked about how this kid was bullied and he was just different. And, you know, a lot of the things that you hear in actual situations like this where these people have just finally cracked and they decided to go to school and p- take their revenge on all the people that made them miserable for all these years. And that really is what this kind of a situation is. This kid also has behavioral problems. He begins to act out violently. And really what it comes down to is that these parents, again, played by Ann Dowd and Reed Bernie, Linda and Richard, as they're named, they're just trying to be parents. They're just trying to they have a uh, didn't he have a brother? Wasn't there another uh, kid? Yes. Yeah. That so was totally,
0: have, totally chill. Totally
1: yeah. Normal. Totally chill. Totally. For the sake of, you know, conversation, a totally normal kid living in normal life. And then they have the other kid that just struggles, you know, and it's like you, you, I don't think that most parents that are good and really trying to do the right thing for their kids set out to treat them differently, but sometimes you just kind of have to. And it's like, you know, and when you do these kind of things, are you making the right decision? Because in the movie they talk about how, yeah, we, we did these things and it probably wasn't the right thing, but we were flailing. We were just trying to get this kid to be happy and to be normal and not want to kill himself and everything, you know? And it was just a very interesting study in, in how the other side, the parents of the other side, are. you know what I mean? Because it's, it'd be one thing if they were just these pieces of shit that I don't care about that kid, they wouldn't have showed up to the meeting, first of all. They wouldn't have had this this these this year years long conversation with them if they were those type of people. And we end up coming to find out that they weren't. They were just normal people. I took from this that they were this couple was now divorced. You know, oh, tragedy. Yeah, they didn't do have that their wing you. on. Yeah, yeah. Tragedy will do this to you. You know, Jeez. if a kid dies, I've heard of that many times. A, a child dies, and the, and it just they can't keep it together. They blame each other. Whatever that is, something kills the relationship, and they're now estranged. And so they meet up. You know, prior to this meeting just to go to this thing. And then the guy ends up, the husband dips early, you know? Um, but there's really not a lot I can say about this one. Other than the fact that it's just, it was just some of, it was powerful, dude. Like jeez, Martha Plimpton, who for me has always been the nerdy girl in Goonies for the most part. <laughs> you know, she really was, I know she's been in other things, but she's always, yeah. whenever I see Martha Plimpton, I'm always thinking of Goonies. And I think that's gone now, man, because she puts on a performance in my opinion, it's the best performance of the movie because you see that emotion from her side of of loss and frustration and just heartbroken and hatred and all of that can come out in a look sometimes with her, oh, you know. Dude. But there's this one particular scene where it's like right at the beginning and, and uh, Ann Dowd, the mother of the shooter, she brings her this uh, flower arrangement that she made. Yeah and she like i made you this gift and you know it's an awkward scene but she like slides it over to her and the way that martha plimpton absolutely does nothing except look at this thing you read it you just read it i am not going to fucking touch anything of yours no i don't want anything this is just filth and you i don't want your stain on me you know you see all these things that she's she's thinking in her head and that's just that's how this movie goes like she just her a lot of it really has to do with the emoting and facial expressions and the stories that they tell um, yeah, man, I mean, I'll let you go and we can kind of bounce back and forth. But just as like my, my initial thought of this movie, it was fantastic. And one of the most powerful movies that I've seen in quite some time. I mean, it's just January. I'm not going to say anything crazy. Uh, I don't even know if I could count this one for next year's noisies. Cause it might be, a, I might have to throw this one into our noisies this year because just fucking wow. Just like, I was just quiet after that. I just spent time kind of just being introspective and then putting myself in that situation and stuff. But um, yeah, just a fantastic movie.
0: I agree. I mean, this is one of those movies when I saw it, I started watching it and uh, I didn't know what the tragedy was until it becomes painfully obvious where, when I mean, I knew as soon as they sat down across from each other, I was like, wow, I kind of know now what's going on. And there's, you know, when she's, One side starts talking about their family. my Like, can I talk about my son? And Martha Plimpton, like rolling her eyes, like, Jesus, here we go. Yeah. Why do I have to hear about your son? But then it almost became a counseling session from the other side at a point when they're like, can you tell me a story about him? I'm like, oh, the thing is, I just couldn't deal with it. It was torturous for me. It was torturous from about 15 minutes in. I felt embarrassed that Maj was in front of me playing video games. I was like, I sure hope he doesn't look behind him because it was just torturous for me Mm. Um, watching them. uh, There's a monologue that um, happens about what? 45 minutes into the movie. Maybe Um, that um, Jason Isaacs does talking about what happened
1: to his son and how he suffered.
0: Oh, Jesus, dude.
1: Yeah. Talking about how he saw.
0: Oh, my God. He's like, you he do saw. not know what happened to my. And he just.
1: Talking about the number of bullets that were. Oh, dude. Yeah. I because said, he studied it. He studied. Not only did he study his son and their son, he studied the other victims, too. Oh,
0: I was just like, he's explaining how he's like, you don't know. It took five minutes. I was like, this, what am I watching? There's a certain part where I just started like, what am I doing to myself? Yeah. Like, while I was watching, I'm like, what am I doing?
1: Yeah. Think about fist fighting somebody for like five minutes.
0: That's a dude, long, long that's time. That's a long time, dude. And he bled out. And I'm just like, oh, this is, this is just. And seeing Marth, and the whole time you're seeing Martha uh, Plimpton's character soften, seeing how this is destroying everybody and she's witnessing it. Yeah. And she's the one that's like, I I have to say this now. I forget. I mean like, Oh my God, because she's at first, she's the one that's the most standoffish. Mm -hmm. Then she's watching and she's like, Oh, everyone is destroyed by this. Everyone is. This can't go on. She's the one that realizes this can't happen. And there's a part, you know, Fran, there's a part where the director, Franz Kranz, does this thing where they're standing up and you're expecting them to hug. And they don't. They're just like, all right, goodbye. And then, can I tell a story about my son? And my thing is, this is the first time I've ever experienced when they're like, all right, bye. I felt relief. And then when she shows back up, my heart dropped again. I'm like, I don't, I don't want any more of this. I don't want any it's like a ride at Magic Mountain that just won't stop and you're like okay is this the last dip are we done and then she tells this story that goes left and Martha Plimpton just embrace I'm like oh my god and then there's the choir scene Dan where's like, that Do you hear got that? me dude. Why did it get me, though? I don't
1: know. I, I don't think even because, know what happened. You know, you know what it was? Because I don't think he really ever let on that he was religious in any way. Do you know what I don't I don't mean? think he was. I don't think he was either. I got that impression that he wasn't, particularly in that that scene, because yeah. it was just like, I, I don't know exactly what it was. He just heard. I think he just heard life.
0: Yes. He's like, do you hear that?
1: Yeah. He heard that there's still because it was this beautiful sound. It was beautiful. sound that's emanating from the choir room. And it's like, that's just... like I don't think he had taken... It. It's like stopping to smell the flowers. And he hasn't had a chance to because he chance all of this is pent up and murdered. he let it go. Yeah. And this was like... This was like the, it's I took that as that was the first time. I'm glad you brought that up. I took it as that was the first time that he actually had a chance to go, oh, there's still beauty in the
0: world. Yes, totally. And you know? what a great way of translating that to the art. I was like, yeah. oh, this with hardly any words man no words and he's like do you want to go see them he's like no no yeah no i was I'm like just glad oh, i know it's there i'm just glad i know it's there yeah. and i just thought france Crank, the nerd from cabin in the woods is doing this what the crap
1: that's amazing
0: that is amazing
1: this is an amazing directorial debut. I think it's his debut. Yeah, that blew me away. And I forgot. I already knew that, but I forgot. I said his damn name and I forgot. He's the stoner in Rick Cabin, from the wood, in, Cabin in the Woods. Say, and the
0: written and directed by.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the thing is, I don't understand how he knew. Like, I don't know if his family member has been shot or anything, but. He wrote these monologues and he understood how they would communicate
1: with each other. Yeah, I mean, that's how you could write a hypothetical situation down, but it's like he lived it.
0: He lived it. I said, This is the most real. And here's the thing I would recommend, like, if I had a chance, I would actually try. If I was a high school drama teacher, I would try to do this. But how do you? These are subjects in school. These are these performances yeah. if you accidentally don't do it right a little bit everything falls apart this yeah. whole thing was a beast of a performance even so how detached the debt da- the other dad was yeah he was so just like his life is they got absolution he didn't because he's still wondering oh maybe if i would have done this he didn't get any of it he didn't get any absolution at all he's and, just like he's and still it thinking struck, what it struck
1: me steve sorry but it struck no me problem. that he he didn't benefit from the fact that the, you know like they were they weren't together anymore, so yeah. they weren't able to really handle that as a team as a couple. Nope, even he just it's something like, that they maybe went I could have done
0: something. And yeah. it's, I think the wife is understanding like, no, he was just him. But his dad, the dad, is still like, no 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 no. Hold on, wait a minute. Maybe if I would have done so, all that stuff he just left. It was like, okay, well we did that. He got no absolution. I think the mom did. But now she's living a life alone yeah. by herself yeah. and ostracized by pretty much her whole neighborhood
1: probably. I mean, that's the thing. And that I really think that that's how it would go. You are yeah. the parent of a murderer. You very much.
0: You are the loneliest. And like she told them, she's like, I'm also the loneliest person in the world. And I'm like, Jesus. She, and Martha, under, she, you saw her eyes be like, oh, my God. Oh my God. And she started seeing how they interacted with each other and was like, oh, this, this couple is destroyed. Even the other Jason Isaac saw it. He's like, they're not doing well. Yeah. They're not doing, he's like, can we get, like, remember that part? He's like, can you guys get a little closer? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, he understood you guys aren't doing well and we're okay. And now this all, when we both weren't doing well, it was more comfortable to be that. Now that I'm doing well and you're not, this whole thing is like, Weird. The Now the uncomfortable is felt. And so yeah. they're like, can we just... And, and that's why the guy was like, can we just... Uh, I'm ready to go. Can we leave? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you see some amazing
1: transitions in this movie.
0: Dude. Dude. He's... Franz Kranz. I, I don't
1: know what he does now. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because it's like... Yeah. I mean, that's just... That's your, what do you
0: do? That's your debut? Exactly! What do you do now? Everyone's going to be expecting... Everyone that's seen Mass, because it's only made $134,000. I that's
1: feel like this movie's going to have a revival. But then again, it's, it's really heavy content.
0: That's what I'm saying. Does, do people during a pandemic, right now, where shootings are still happening all the time, do we want to watch this? That's a good point, man. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would not, if I did, if I knew what was coming, I don't know if I would have pushed because the whole time I was just itching for it to be over because it was just putting me through too much. Some movies are just too much. And there's some people I would not recommend this movie for. Like, they're like, hey, should I, what movie should I see? I just wouldn't tell them to see this. I'm like, I don't know if I could be like, I know they would text me like, well, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> appreciate it. But some people that I'm just like, they're emotionally in touch with themselves. That's why I was just like, oh, Dan's going to love this movie. It's going to be rough for him, but he's going to walk away. Did Gail see it with you?
1: Yeah. And she didn't really want to watch it at first. She's like, this just seems so heavy. I don't think I'm going to watch it. And I, you know, she was looking at her phone and then this movie kicks in and I don't hear the phone anymore. And I look and she's just fully into it. And, you know, that whole, I forgive you scene, man, we were both a mess during that scene. Like, like I, how I, I, I had a, it wasn't a sobbing, but I could not stop the tears coming out. Of my
0: dude, ears. me, gee, that, the, here's the weird thing. That's like, true normally too. you, I stop it at the, there's like a pool in your eye yeah. and you can stop it there. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Like, no, as done. soon as he said, I would I have a choke in my throat. I'm like, I'm good. It's sad, but I'm good. When he said, he's like, well, I know about your son. He's like, you do not know how he suffered for. F-. it was six over. minutes. It was over. Right then it was over. And then it didn't stop until um, the end where he's like, okay, can we leave? And then it got awkward. And I was able to kind of smile. I like, yeah, this is an awkward situation. But then when she came back and said, I have a story. Again, I was like, can, can we just end? Can we end? And then she leaves. And then I'm like, okay, finally. And then he says, do you hear that? And I'm like, oh God, when does <laughs> it, like, when, when does it stop? And Franz would not let you off. They're like, yeah, two people died in this story, people. Two kids are dead. So you're going to have to feel this. This is the reality. Yeah, you're going to have... I'm like, I shouldn't feel bad for these parents because they're... You don't... You're not supposed... In your brain, you're not supposed to. You, You know, like, well, your son killed people. They're like, yeah. And they're still parents. And she's like, I cannot... I can't let go of the good things we did. Am I supposed to do? She kept on asking him questions like, am am I supposed to do that? You think like let go of everything? I'm like, oh, Jesus. How do you answer that question? I don't know. (laughs) I hate your son, I guess. But I mean, but as a mother, do you do you expect me to just let go of everything?
1: I think not.
0: I think not. And Martha, you saw her like brain working, being like, oh, Jesus. Like, I don't know. I don't know. She's realizing that this is a parent, just like I'm a parent, and they are destroyed by this. Like, they, And then remember when she said, I didn't know they let you onto the scene? She's like, yeah, they wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah, like, They wouldn't let me see my the body of my son. And that's when Martha was like, Jesus, you couldn't even... Like, no. I just knew and they said i knew where my son was and then the other dad was like i knew which one was my son too yeah I. Oh, there's so many parts of this movie that and mind you it's a movie i'm never going to watch again yeah
1: exactly this isn't the <laughs> one with rewatchability
0: no i will never watch this movie again i'm going to give it um i'm going to like i know i'm not going to let bell watch it i just don't think that she has the um it would just stick with her too long.
1: I think it's gonna stick with any parent.
0: Yes, yes. And she does not need that in the head. I don't want her to be like every time Carter does something weird, she's like, oh boy. I'm like, nope, <laughs> you don't need to watch this movie. <laughs> just don't even watch this movie. Wait till later on, because it is I wouldn't have my mother watch it. I wouldn't have
1: my dad watch it. I see I wouldn't go that far though. I would recommend everyone watch it once. You think I so? Do, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I knew that my friend's kid got killed in this no, no, shooting no, no, i'm no, not no. going to recommend it to him but no i totally think everyone should watch this movie because these are very real things that are going on you can't bury your head in the sand you can't no, cover right. your ears and go la 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 this every shit's happening week every it seems freaking like there's week. some sort of shooting exactly and and that's the thing these shootings happen we see it on twitter and it, it moves on maybe we see some you know, a protest about it or a a vigil or something like that, or the anniversary of this or that, or it's been 10 years since this or that, but we don't see what happens to the parents afterwards.
0: No, you're totally right.
1: And for the first time ever, I've never really like looked at it from the other side. So that's why I think this movie was brilliant because it made you see it from both sides.
0: Yep. Uncontrollably. uh, Like even if you wanted to hate them, you couldn't, it was just, it, it was, it was, uh, it was just such an experience, and 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 even hearing them say, you know, they kind of alluded to, I was in front of Congress, I talked to my senator, and nothing has changed. Everything's the same, and I'm like, oh, that must be. Imagine being that, you know, the kids' parents who you know got shot, and you go in front of your senator, and it's like, let's have gun control. They're like, no. They're like, well, then when yeah. <laughs> my son isn't enough, no. People like hunting, so what are you going to do?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing, too. Is all this is, is all happening right now, man. All of this. is all, it's all current. And it's and gonna think, going to keep going. Keep going. And I yeah. think that everyone should see this movie. It's not a fun watch. This is not something that you're going to be... There are no Tony Starks in this movie. There are no, no. You know what I'm saying? This is no. just as real as a movie can get without actually being a, you know, a real situation. A, a nonfiction is what I'm saying. So... Yeah, super powerful. Oh, Um,
0: and I'm going to ask you something. mm -hmm. And this is what I thought when he said, I've done everything and nothing's changed. I can promise you, and I know a lot of people that are gun owners and all this stuff, that these parents, if they could ban every gun on the street, hunting or not, to bring their kid back, they'd do it. Of course. When you're in that situation where it's just like, if I knew that someone was going to get a hold of a gun... Well, then I would just get them off the streets today. And that's why they're fighting for it now. And they're being ignored. You see them in Congress, like saying, is my son's death not enough to get them? Well, people like hunting and they they're just like, OK, you know what? OK, OK, OK. I guess how many deaths are enough, dude? And I never thought of it. I'm like, oh, that's right. You know, when I'm watching the Congress, I get mad like gun control is ha- isn't is happening these parents are walking out of that that room and their kid is gone. Mm-hmm. So I'm mad, mind you. I'm like, no, gun control, that's bull crap. It's so much deeper for them. And I was like, oh my God, i know, they have to go home. And knowing nothing's changed and knowing another parent is going to have to feel what they feel. Ay! Whereas like in Australia, they're like, yeah, this ain't happening again. <laughs> This ain't happening again. No, 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 no. And I, just, I couldn't imagine how that feels. And I'm glad that he put it in the. I didn't think he was going to touch on that part once it started. But she, he's like, yeah, we, we tried to get change happened, and nothing's happened. And I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, dude. So yeah, what do you, what's your rating, man?
1: Uh, without question, this movie is a solid four point five out of five. Um. I hate putting something silly. Yeah, right. so I think we can we I think it's just to. gonna be a four point five out of five for me.
0: Oh boy, here we come, Dan. Here we
1: come. I don't blame you one bit if you tell me if you say what I think you're gonna say.
0: Um, I'm giving this movie a five out of five. Yeah, I, I'm.
1: I could it be right there perfect. with you, dude. Honestly, perfect. I'm just being trying to be uh, not super generous, but maybe I. Should, you know what? Fuck it. I'm changing it because honestly, this movie is a five out of five. It's per- it's, it really is.
0: It's perfect and. Like the into we both said, it's like you hear that, yeah, that is
1: perfection, you know, Steve, I hear you in my head when I do ratings now, and you're like, you know, oh, you're gonna go big, and I think I kind of went that way with this one, but you're one hundred percent right. it is a it's, five out of five
0: it's I don't think dan i'm I put this in my phone as probably movie of the year, could be, I just wrote it in, but like, I'm not gonna forget this, yeah, this is probably going to be like you saw that I changed my noises. <laughs> Yeah. I changed it immediately. It was like, this might take over a lot of stuff. Like yeah.
1: actor, actress. I mean, dude. There's going to be an award one. Gotta be. <laughs> gotta be. A, some, give these fucking people an award. Somebody, please. Um, 134 grand is not enough, Dan.
0: It costs 300 grand to make, it says. And they've only made
1: $134,000. Can we start like a GoFundMe?
0: For real, dude. I mean, do you think maybe it'll be a groundswell? Or do you really just hope... think people are not in the mode to check this?
1: They're just No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I think there might be some slight revival because of of awards season coming up. Ah, yeah. Word yeah, yeah, of yeah. mouth. And people are just gonna want to watch this movie. This one is going to grow. It's gonna be more of a 2022 movie than a 2021 movie, I think.
0: You know what? You're totally right. Because it was on the tail end, and mm-hmm. I mean, look, Franz Kranz, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, man. like this guy, look this out kid, for this kid. <laughs> this kid. And here's what I will say: I mean, I should have seen it because Cabin in the Woods is a great movie, Fantastic. and so maybe he's just been taking you know little tidbits from every movie that he's been in, and it's just like I think I can do this, and to come out and be like I'm not only going to write or direct, I'm going to write this thing too.
1: Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> classic moments of don't speak until you have something worthy to say. And
2: wow, <laughs> the here's saying, the thing though, well,
0: if he would go. have, if he was my buddy and he's like I'm going to do a a, a a movie about school shooting, I'll be like, oh, I got bad news for you. Yeah, that's been done. I, I would have been like trying to talk him out of it. Like, yeah, but what if I get the pair? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's been, but he's like, no, it hasn't. And I would have been wrong. It this has not been done. And it's a play. And it has not been done. I did like the the fact that he added in those random characters where that girl was trying to be like serving the other people and um. Because what they that's did how was, people I,
1: would be. We're, this is the most
0: awkward situation ever. Yes. And the thing, here's the weird thing. They're like, um, for them, it's a normal day. That's what they were showing. It's a normal day for human beings. But for this other family, it's a different day than they've ever had before. Yep. This is different. But everybody else, life is just going. All right. All right. Well, got to move this. Got to wash the dishes. You didn't wash the dishes and it's just a normal day until they remember oh crap we have this family coming oh crap we got to get this ready i'm like wow what a turn on a dime i was like oh it's just a normal day in the life of this family no it's not not for them but after they're gone like she said oh we forgot we're having choir practice it goes life goes on for them but not for this family life goes on for everyone else but not them fucking brilliant man anyway all right Five out of five, man. Great movie. Check out
1: Mass. So uh, we'll end it on a a high note here, I think, or at least an (laughs) up note. And uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about this.
2: Do you really want to? Do you really want to taste it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I see him doing the dance in my brain. Talk about,
1: you know what? It is so loud. I can't hear myself, so I'm going to turn it down. Make a move extreme. By the way, if you're wondering who sings that song, it is a band called Wigwam and the album is called Nonstop Rock and Roll. The song is called Do You Want to Taste It. It is the theme song of uh, a very, very entertaining series that I just happened to watch the other day and uh, I've seen all 3 of them so far. HBO Max was kind enough to drop 3 episodes and I'm talking about James Gunn's The Peacemaker starring John Cena. Dude, <laughs> I I watched this and I texted Steve immediately. I'm like, dude, I just I, I don't know what you're going to think. I didn't say this, but I'm thinking to myself, I don't know what he's going to think. But he has to watch this now. He has to watch it. We have to talk about this one. So this basically is uh, it's on the ta- it basically takes off right where Suicide Squad left off. And Peacemaker has been healed up. You saw that at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. He's healed up and he's, uh, it's, he's still in the hospital while this is going on. It is the origin of the DC superhero so dedicated to world peace that he's prepared to use the force of arms to achieve it. Man, Steve, I know how I'm going to feel about this. One. I know what I'm going to say. But what did you think of Peacemaker?
0: Oh, Okay, let me preface this by saying I was really not looking forward to the show. I I was like, it's gonna... I didn't really think his character was that amazing in Suicide Squad. I thought mm-hmm. it was fine. But, man, I'll tell you something, man. John Cena is just fun to watch. He really is. He really is fun to watch. I think the cast of characters around him makes a big uh, difference in the show. I think the cast of characters are fantastic. The intro, I was not ready. (laughs) I was not ready in the least bit because whoever showed him that choreography, they were just like, we're going to show you the choreography, but just do it the way you do it. We don't want perfection. We'll show you the moves and just do them the way you do them. And that's what everybody did, dude.
1: That must've been so fun to do.
0: Oh, no question. He's so stiff dancing. And I think they're like, yeah, just do it like that. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) Perfect. And I thought it was so fun, especially when you see the um, cast in the show. And then now you see the intro again and they're dancing. You're like, that's so funny because it's totally not him. Robert Patrick, I can't imagine. Oh, it's like, God. look at him dancing. This is crazy. Yeah. but
1: um, I just Or, the, think or, or the... like uh, Jennifer Holland who plays Harcourt. Yes. Such a hard ass in this. And she's got one of the best dances in the whole intro. <laughs> so
0: good. And uh, so, yeah, watching this movie or watching this show. I thought it's a uh, for everyone wondering if he reckons with what he did. He does. It's a slow burn. It's sounding like, but you see him questioning like, am I a douche? Yeah. (laughs) Is that me? Am I that guy? And I have a feeling uh, not to no spoilers, but I have a feeling his relationship with someone else is going to make him say, Like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be him. Yeah. So maybe I should change this whole thing. But man, I really, I am really enjoying myself with this. I think that this show is going to actually, I should have known. James Gunn doesn't really, well, he, you know, sometimes, but uh, he doesn't miss like that. He's like um, a lesser Favreau.
1: I just know? don't think he would have been bothered with this if he didn't think that he could pull it off.
0: Absolutely. And he did. He did uh, the some of the, even some of the, this is like a movie. You're watching a movie when you're watching these hour longs now. You're watch the movie. It's like a movie you're watching because I mean HBO got that Skrilla. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's HBO. HBO, right? HBO Max. Yeah, and killing I- it. Uh, huh? They've been killing it for a year. straight. They've been killing it, dude. Um, I think that um, what I'm looking forward to is if they're going to want to make that arc of his personality or are they just going to keep him douchey i just don't see them keeping him douchey cuz it would just make it unwatchable i think they are trying to change because it's showing that he is a douche like the sweet cheeks uh the sweet cheeks scene yeah he doesn't know any better sometimes it's almost like he was kept in a little silo and then released to the world at 27 and he doesn't know what to say right He's like, it's I like think a, this it's is
1: like not say. something that you want to think real hard about you know, because it is a comedy for the most part. Absolutely. Like, consider who he was raised by. Yeah. He's know? lucky to be where he is.
0: Exactly. And I think that's going to play a big part in what he wants to. To um, I mean, I was shocked to see Viola Davis in this. Yeah. Well, what? I mean,
1: as far as just her be- being on a her series. being there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was like, what in the world? But I just think it's a... Um, it's fun. I'm having a blast with it. I think it's really. Uh, I can't wait to see where it goes. John Cena, man. I'm thinking. No, I'm not going to say that. I. Uh, but I, I will say that he he can have a career like The Rock. No, you were going to say what I was goofier. thinking. You just were gonna goofier. Say, I
1: think you were going to say what I was thinking. You were going. Am I wrong in saying that Go you ahead. think he can be as big as The rock potentially? Yes, but I, I had think to one hundred percent that's the case. I don't think he can be as big as The Rock. I think he has longevity more so than The Rock because The Rock hasn't really... And neither has John Cena, but I, between the two, I could see Cena doing more drama than I could see The Rock. No question. Now,
0: that is the... He could do uh, totally do the drama. The problem is the only thing that The Rock has is A, the name. Yeah. It just is drilled into people's head. And B, he has the recognition where you can just put his name on a poster, not even put the name of the movie, and automatically he has an automated fan base. John Cena is going to have a ways to go to
1: that. Yeah, but his name was already a household name, Steve. Who's that? John Cena. Is is he really? Yeah, from the freaking wrestling.
0: Oh, I know. No, no, no question. I just, his, a lot of people know who John Cena is. No question. Um, that's why the, the hop to movies, it's just a different beast altogether. Like say WWE pulls in how many millions of people a night? Or, you know, even though when's the last time he wrestled? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's no wrestled clue. anytime recently. I think he wants to have the, the career of The Rock. Here's what's going to make the difference with John Cena. His agent. What movies do they put John Cena in? Like after Peacemaker, he needs to jump off of this really quickly. But he excels in comedy. He is genuinely a funny he person. He is totally. But if he wants, to, if he's gonna say I excel in comedy, well then he's not gonna be the Rock.
1: Right. That's the thing. Is but the that's Rock the tough does part. action very well. He's got his yes. Rock thing. He does, but he's not funny. No. He's. We. I've laughed at a few things that the script has provided for him. John not Cena is physically funny. funny. No, he's only funny when he's against like Kevin Hart.
0: Well, I don't know though. He was funny in that Kevin Hart movie where he played a weak sauce dude. He did make me laugh a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that he, FBI or CIA movie.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I just, I don't know. I just think that John Cena so far hasn't missed. Oh no. Everything he, he that is, he's been in, whether it was like a good movie or not, he's been fantastic. Oh no, he is a, no question. It's just... I, if I were his agent, I would
0: only do so many uh, Peacemaker movies. Because if you want to jump out of that and get to where... But again, I don't think that's what John Cena wants. John Cena wants to do what he has fun doing. And I think that's going to keep him perfectly fine. If he wants to do Peacemaker for the rest of his life, do that. Because he's good at it.
1: It's a great And
0: people too. love him. Yeah. Don't worry about the Rock. Do you, John Cena? And I, I like he's a guy that every time I see an interaction with him online, an interview or a fan interaction, he's just just like those. something about those, uh, you know, him and the Rock. They'll stop, have conversations, give hugs, like they love that. Yeah. And so that's gonna send him into the. He's gonna be fine. John Cena's gonna be fine. But he is a natural. He is an absolute natural on that screen so i'm happy for them. i'm having fun watching them um i oh, this is going to be one of those ones that are hard for me to wait to drop every week because i just want to kind of binge it and just oh, watch yeah. all of them because I, I wasn't able to watch the third one. Oh, you but, haven't uh, yet? okay the other the the second one though i was like man this is going to be fan now it did end on a very dark note in the jail I was like, "Oh,
1: I want to see where they go with this."
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa,
1: this So is far they're dark. giving us exactly what we need. Oh, for you know sure, what I mean? Dude. Like we're not going too far into it. We're just sort of addressing these little things at, at each particular episode, and I think they're doing it at a very good pace, but oh, um no question. Now, what you know, do you think about still it? in the show for me, though, dude, is uh, Freddie Stroma as a vigilante. Oh, wait, are you there yet? I'm not you're not okay um, i didn't know who he was vigilante is the guy that um i'm trying to think have you seen the scene yet where he uh scene is on his bed and he's crying oh yeah you know, no, that, no, i am there and he's i didn't guy. know his name was vigilante yeah and he's also the guy well i don't want to tell you yet but anyway he he's, he's yeah, so good yeah and he's actually he came in five episodes and they reshot everything for vigilante did you know that i didn't yeah, they had an actor named Chris Conrad, who was originally cast, and he did five episodes worth, and then he basically, they did the whole, like, um, what do they call that? Creative differences thing. So he dipped. After five and a half episodes, they bring in Freddie Stroma to do this, and they reshot everything. I don't know what Chris Conrad would have been like, but this kid's hilarious. Some of the lines he, he's done, I mean, just to put it in perspective, Chris Stroma, if you know who he is, he's also, if you've seen it. Um, oh, I'm looking at him. I've yeah, never seen him before. Well, you can picture him in the scene where um, he's by the dumpsters. And he's like, yeah, the Peacemaker's back. And he's, he's like, gets caught dancing. Do you remember that part? Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I was just telling. I was just really happy, man. I'm really stoked because uh, we're about to have a baby. <laughs> and he's like, you're having a baby, but you're trying to date my cousin. The other guy says, he's like, oh, he yeah, but I'm only happy because we're having an abortion.
0: You're <laughs> like, you want to come to our boy? And the dude was like, I'm not coming to your he abortion. He invites board. him to the abortion. Dude, this is it's so freaky that the whole thing was like, Look at my crotch, I'm showing you. Yeah, and he's like, I know what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah,
0: and it went on so long that I was like, Maybe he is going to.
1: Yeah, dude, I I think that Vigilante is gonna steal the show. I can't wait to see that. Really funny in episode three, so good. I want to see what he can do. Yeah, well, you start seeing some of that stuff, you know, and he's definitely got a violent. Uh, there's a, there's a very violent side to him, and he actually tells. Oh, little, he said it. He was yeah.
0: like, "I love killing people." Yeah, he's like, "Do you do you really enjoy that?" I do. <laughs> yeah, when he was just like, like when they hurt people or you know do graffiti, I'm
1: like, graffiti. Crush their crush their heads until their eyes pop out.
0: That was so good. But here's the thing: they're kind of making Cena not like the fighter I thought he was.
1: Well, even more so in episode three. Like something happens in episode three where you go, okay, now I have to sort of question Peacemaker.
0: Like his slogan
1: that they use repeatedly. What is it? Something about he will, they say repeatedly. I don't know by heart yet, but like he loves peace and he'll do, what is it? He'll torture and murder any woman or child to get it or something to that effect. They say that several times throughout that. And I'm starting to question on whether or not that's true after episode three.
0: Yeah. I got to I got to Cause they show, obviously, you know, um, because I, one thing that I, have you noticed that the, um, the look of the show, does it remind
1: you of anything? The look, the palette, you know, oddly, yes, but I can't put my finger on it. And I think I kind of had that thought or that feeling anyway, I'm not making that up. What are, no, what are it, you for at? me, it was immediately. And I, and
0: I think it's a very, it's an homage. Uh, it looks like the boys. The palette is varies the boys, even the color, like the, if someone's wearing a very colorful outfit, I'm like, dude, like even the sort of color they put behind it. I'm like, this is the boys. You know, it's funny. Is I that, think it's a, I think it's a, you know, another way that the boys have kind of changed the whole, the so. whole groove now,
1: man. It's funny that you mentioned that because I thought I saw something pop up on Facebook and it said it's out now, but I think I was seeing a, a like an East coast feed. So I go to HBO Max on Thursday night. I'm like, yeah, they released it early. And of course they didn't. So what did I watch Wait, and like leading up to it? I watched The Boys. Because I'm starting to watch The Boys again. So yeah, I can kind of see that. Dude,
0: I think it... And, but it's it's also its own thing. It's also, it's a very, very, its own thing. It's just, um, I think, especially like v- uh, Vigilante's outfit. I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> just wearing it just normal and talking and yeah. talking with the mask on. I'm like, oh. dude, this is... <laughs>
1: He's, he 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 is so hell bent on not wanting anyone to know his secret identity, and he does something in episode. I think it's I think it's episode three. He does something. I was dying because it's the way that he tries to prevent people from knowing what he looks like. Oh, I can't. Dude, wait. you gotta watch, it, dude. It's it's really really funny. Like it's this show is too new to really start going down the path of like spoilers and stuff like that. Like it's only been out. That's true. forty eight hours, so I don't yeah. really want to give any spoilers on it whatsoever. I will just say that. TV is really, really good this month and I'm really happy that this show exists and I- I'm totally in. So, oh, you know. for, now,
0: Do you think this show gets greenlit if The Boys does not make it successful as it is?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that... um, Because
0: it's dirty and we well, do not see
1: dirtiness like that. That's the thing is that I don't know if you're saying greenlit. I'm not even sure if it would get created is the thing. Now, if someone just had that you know, came up with something like that. I don't think that uh, Warner Brothers would really trip on it or DC. I think that they would go for it, but it makes me kind of wonder because there was the boys and then don't get me wrong. We're talking TV, not comics, but there was the boys. And then suddenly we had invincible, you know? So maybe
0: I think it broke down more walls and people are like, because I mean that first season, they're like, let's go full on. And if people don't like it, such as life. But we're having our season the way we want it. Yeah. And they just went further and further, which makes watching the... Like, if I would have never seen the boys or read the comic and I watched Peacemaker, I would have been blown away. Like, whoa, look what this they're the saying on this I've comic seen. show. <laughs> yeah. But we've seen worse. <laughs> No question. We have seen worse in another show. So this is like tame for us. We're like, yeah. We'll are
1: like, see, man, because they definitely have potential for the gore. And it is HBO Max. Um, so they can run with it, dude. They can run with it. I don't know if
0: they're going to do Running Through a Woman on the first. Well, we already know they didn't do Running Through a Woman on the first episode. No, no. I, that I think was... That-
1: when it comes right. to Edge, I think the boys will have it beat, but I think that it can definitely, it's not even a matter of giving it a run for its money. It can live in the same world. Oh, for sure. You know what sure. I'm saying? I, think, I think the that, story
0: uh, is just, the boys' story is just unbeatable. That, it's just, even on paper, yeah, it's the obscene. boys' story is just unfairly unbeatable. there's yeah, it's no question. It's, not, and we don't have a the, this, I mean, Homelander by himself, man. It's almost a cheat code. You know, so, but what I love about this, I just think that Peacemaker has one thing that the boys doesn't have. And what that is, is an arc of self-discovery where it's like, who do I want to be? If they go that direction, they might not do that,
1: but it smells like it is happening. Yeah. I think after you watch this next episode, it's kind of inevitable. It's going to happen. Then that's a big difference.
0: That's a huge difference where he's just like, what do I want to be? Yeah. Like, do I want to?
1: There's definitely a crossroads scene. And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about where you go, okay, he's going to have to rethink things.
0: Hey, you know that girl that was in the bed with him that was really into him? Yeah. Like, she's in a lot of movies. I'm surprised she did that part. She's in a lot of, like, legit TV shows.
1: Yes, I don't know
0: where I've seen her, but she looks very familiar. But, I mean, she was in. She was, I thought that was really. She did a
1: little sexy thing, too. Oh, you're talking. Wait, hold on. Hold on. You're talking about the the uh, butterfly? N- uh, no. No. I'm talking about the the uh, the
0: the girl, the guy's husband, the girl, the guy's okay. wife. Okay,
1: okay, I didn't know how far you were, so I was just yeah. Sure.
0: That dude, I was like, oh, look at her getting kind of all. Uh, they made her get all, but then I looked her. I was like, oh, I remember. I knew I knew her from somewhere, but uh, you know, I was like, oh, look at this. This is interesting.
1: How about you recognize
0: her, Steve? But, <laughs> but I tell you this: that I still want to know what the heck a butterfly is.
1: You will find that out. I'm glad because she was spooky. When she landed on all
0: fours off that back I'm like,
1: I'm out. I I am out. I'll just say this. I think that when DC or at least the world of Suicide Squad, this current version says, hey, it's Project Something. It's literally Project Something.
0: Oh, I can't wait.
1: You know, like, you know what I'm getting at, right? Like the Project Starfish. Yes.
0: Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So this one's Project
1: Butterfly, it, right? They're calling it that for a reason. You'll see on the next episode.
0: I, I loved when he was just like, am I fighting Mothra? How the crap am I going to beat Mothra? Yeah. <laughs> and he, here's the thing. That's, what, that's the one part I was just like, oh, he's not that tough. He couldn't beat this. And this is just a base model thing that you see others, you know, his superheroes after like a few hits, they're like, well, I guess I got to kill her. And they kill her, which he did with his, you know, whatever. But I'm like, oh, he's not like fighter, fighter, fighter. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Idris Alba would have had a huge problem with homegirl.
1: No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like how they bag on him, though. <laughs> how he bags on him to his dad.
0: Oh, I can't wait. I can't. Oh, they say, yes. And he's like, he's like, that's not the I'm surprised they dropped the word until the end of the episode. But when he dropped the F word, I was like, I haven't heard that in a show in a long time. <laughs> but yeah. then when
1: you see who he is, you're like, oh, that makes sense. All right. So, Steve, what do you give Peacemaker?
0: So far from what I've seen, I'm giving Peacemaker a three out of five exploding butterflies.
1: Nice. I will go ahead and give it a four out of five stolen records.
0: <laughs> that was so fun. I didn't know any of those groups, by the way.
1: Yeah, there's some rare ones in there, man, particularly like, a, well, Wigwam's actually that the theme song. I like the music they're playing, but a lot of it is like um, 2000s music trying to sound like the 80s. Some of it is, but like Choir Boys and stuff, that's all real deal stuff.
0: Oh, that's dope. Well, Dan, I think we have done an amazing show and
1: given more than our allotted time. More than normal. Yeah. I hope you guys uh, stuck around and you were entertained and all of that good stuff, but I do have to hit the road, Steve. Not really. I just have to get off mic and uh, let some people go to sleep because we're recording much later than we normally do. Uh, You want to go ahead and, uh, you know, let me do my one thing real quick because I did not do it. And basically, it goes like this, guys. If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise at gmail.com. That's heroesofnoisepodcast of Noise podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, you can reach us at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Steve at S-E underscore Hudson Music. And you can go to www.heroesofnoise.com and see everything there. All of our shows. Leave us a voicemail. Send us an email. Uh, watch a couple of videos. I think you can do that, too. Buy merch. Pretty much what websites do. That's what you're going to do when you go to ours. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn it back over to Steve. And then I'll be right back. And then we'll do that whole thing.
0: People, I love you so very much. Thank you so much for uh, spending your awesome, amazing uh, time with us. We appreciate it. We're going to hear. You know what? The noise is coming up. Brace yourselves. We love you guys so
1: much. Peace out. Peace out for me, too, ladies and gentlemen. We will talk to you very, very soon. We'll be back with episode 180, Steve. We hit another 10. We're getting close. Super, super close. I think I'm talking to myself because Steve does that magic disappearing act. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Oh, no. There he is. I'm sorry. (laughs) He was close to doing it, though. I think I caught him. But anyway, we will talk to you guys very, very soon. My name is Dan Ramirez. That's Steve Hudson. We are the heroes of noise. People, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace.